Golden Globe X, welcome back. Last week we're waxing nostalgia. This week we're fucking crushing nostalgia. My God, this fucking movie. I was like, this is wrong. And I went back and I had to fluff up my my nostalgia boner with the original anime yeah. version of this Fist of the North. Well, we kind of had no choice because this <sighs> movie, we'd have like a. 40-minute episode if we just did the movie. We needed to do a little compare and contrast with the original source material. Oh, yeah, if we just did the... There's, a lot of, there's not much to this movie. The live-action movie is yeah. what you're talking about, of course, because it is fucking blank. It is boring. It is drab. Uh, our hero... Cheap-looking. Everything I, is obviously a set, even the desert scenes. Even the desert scenes. Come on, get out there. Spaghetti Western style. I, I don't get this. this fuck. They didn't want to get the dirt in Gary Daniels' wig. And we were talking about the casting of Gary Daniels. Oh, right. He's got that register. It's right. Like, oh, we're what? like, this is, I assume this is how he got the job. He's like, only he's the only guy who could do the, I, I can't do it, the Atta. The Atta, yeah. Is that officially what it's called? This is what you I call believe it. it's what it's called, the Atta. Yeah. And, of course, that's Kinshira's do they does, does, there's a name is it the five finger death punch what is there a name for the move you know there probably Dimak? is you're there probably it's the Dimak, yes uh, there's probably uh various names for all the moves that come up across the anime the anime of course the original run with Kenshiro is about 145 episodes okay. so don't blame me that I didn't get the time when you said oh yeah by the way we're doing fist of the North star to go and watch and I have it in subtitles so I have to watch and read so is it worth going back to watch oh fuck yeah if you liked the animated movie yes well. you'll enjoy it mike asked me this question a while ago when i told him i had it and i was like hey if you want this for nakopaflix because he has some you know non-horror stuff on there i said i can get you this shit if you want it um and he was should like, we ever do an anime i feel like we should do the actual fist of the north star movie but mm. I mean, I think if we do an anime, I'd rather do Ninja Scroll. I like that better. Yeah, I like. Let's do fucking Ninja Scroll. Let's do uh, maybe Vampire Hunter D or something. Yeah. Like I could think of a few from my teen years when I was an anime boy going. Well, to... yeah, because you your generation was I think was the very first that got flooded with anime. Yeah, when we... I I was a kid. Okay, it's late seventies. I wouldn't say flooded. Well, no, I, I would say compared to what I I grew up. Oh, on, definitely because compared we got, to your generation. All I got when I was little was Kimba the Lion, which I never watched. Which, by the way, if you're not aware of this, uh, Disney stole the Lion yes. King from. I Kimba, did know that, and promise. that's exactly why I know that. And the one I did watch, and I I watched it before school every day, was uh, it was called G Force. Here, Gotcha yes. Man is what I think, and Battle of the Planets, what most people know it as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Like that was cool. I liked that show. Is Voltron an anime? I think Voltron is an anime, yeah. I watched that. The yeah. Lion one. I did fuck that fucking car one. I watched the Lion version. The Lion oh okay. like, Robotech, I think, was on. I didn't watch that, but I remember Robotech. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was basically it. We didn't really have it. and then I remember in the night so like the nineties, Blockbuster started carrying a bunch of fucking anime. Yeah. And I it was like I mean, this is the first time I saw Fist of the North Star and I saw like Ninja Scroll and Vampire Hunter D. And I was like, wow, because I was unaware of how fucking brutal anime yes. was. Yeah. Because we got this the kids stuff. Right. It's really fun to go watch that. This is, you know, this is some of the shit I was seeing when I was probably around 12. My brother was a little older. He had a little bit older friends. So they were able to, like, because those tapes, when they were coming out, they were like 30 bucks. Yeah. And if we do the inflation, of course, <laughs> that's what? Got to be $135. I'd say it. 
At least a thousand. At least a thousand dollars. So you're, you're gonna make that on mowing lawns. Yeah, you, know, you got to so. do a lot of McDonald's shifts and actually right. be robbing people at gunpoint. How many yeah. times have you gone to McDonald's where the register person <laughs> robs you? So it's like you needed that, a lot of money. That, that, it sounds like a yaka smear enough joke. Waiting <laughs> to happen. Yes, it is. <laughs> so it was like the anime I got to see was uh, the Japanese or the yeah Japanese TV station that I was talking about a couple times uh, in the last few weeks. I got to see some Fist of the North Star there. I have no recollection of that show. Was it a cable channel? It was a cable channel, yeah. We didn't get it. We yeah, didn't. it was Channel 55 in my youth. I remember yeah, we didn't that. didn't get that. And then at 56, I think, was Comedy Central for a while. Then 57 was Nickelodeon, and 58 yeah, was see, Cartoon Yeah, see, the thing. I grew up in a poor place, so our cable was more expensive than I'm sure Griff paid for, and we got less channels. Yeah. I didn't get I didn't get Comedy Central's like 2,000. Damn. So right, so like South Park was done by the time, like the peak of it, you know, as far as popularity. By the time, I, I, I no, heard about it all. You the were time. hitting the wave of it being better. Like, but I I'm hate- just saying, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, how it was like super yeah. popular. At the yeah, time. yeah, yeah. I get that. Because so I just would hear about this shit, and I didn't, I didn't have internet at the time, obviously. So I was like, oh, right. So tapes were becoming a thing. Ninja Scroll, I knew it was out there. I was, I was a horny teenager, so one of those came out with some anime boobs in it, and I was really into that uh, one. I noticed uh, Julia had very tiny pink nipples on this, because she gets naked in one scene. They're very tiny. They're like dinosaurs. Live size. action? Yeah, no. Julia does not get naked in live action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean, yeah. In the anime. Okay, we well we gotta specify that because we're yeah. talking supposedly about the live action version, so you can't. Well, we're gonna go back and forth because we're gonna do a little bit of comparing. We There's are not a lot to compare because they're just two totally different movies. Yeah, they. So I'll specify. Well, let me close off the chapter on my anime history here mm-hmm. and just say that yeah, it was hard to get anything. It was like what New York? What you just, cartoon? Why didn't you just rent it at Blockbuster? Because I didn't have a Blockbuster, and I also didn't have eight dollars or whatever it cost to rent things at Blockbuster. It wasn't eight dollars. It was. I had to get a car ride up there. We didn't have a Blockbuster subscription. You didn't have a family we went, video. We went to Video Mania. And Mike, Mike is the only person right now going, oh, my God, Video Mania. I think Mike also went there. But, yeah, and then uh, years later, we got Hollywood Video because Video Mania went under. And so that that was the closest thing I had. And even anime there was Scarce, I believe. Scarce. Scarce. Scarce, excuse me. Um, But, yeah, so it was like these tapes, what they played on Cartoon Network or what they played on the Japanese channel, which never had subtitles. So you never knew what the fuck was going on. And... That's that's how I got my start, you know. Eventually, years later, we'll get into that. What later. is it about anime where people are just screaming names? I don't Kichiro! know. Kichiro. This is, this is how like let everyone know underground. I I mean, if you live on the West Coast, it probably isn't that way because you have a large Asian population. True. But as far as like the Midwest here, how like underground anime was, I saw Kichiro at the DIA. Nice. That's the Detroit Institute of Art for people outside of Detroit. That is an art movie. Uh, in like a late eighties, I don't remember. Late eighty nine, damn, like okay. That. So yeah, it was kind of, it was still like an underground. How were you? Phenomenon. Were you impressed by it? I, I didn't. I just didn't understand it at all. Yeah, but you weren't yeah. like any part I mean, of it. I mean, well, of course, you you don't. You're growing up on Western cartoons. You don't see that level of violence. So it is kind of mind blowing. Yeah, you know? heads exploding, right. just like all kinds of crazy shit. Did you? I I, I should. 
I love Akira. So. I haven't seen it since then. I should probably go back and see that too. Because I, I, I were, we were talking about maybe we should watch the uh, Fist anime too. Oh yeah. And I hadn't seen it in like twenty five years, so the only thing I remember, obviously, the only thing anyone remembers, head exploding. Okay. So, but yeah. Um, Same with Akira. I don't remember much about. I would it. say that you'll probably still say that Akira story is weird. But the main thing, if you go and watch that again, I think the music's really good. The story, pretty good. Um, and then it's like all the animation you're seeing there is like hand-drawn shit. And just the detail they put into every fucking scene is incredible. So I remember it having better proportions than Fist of the North Star. While the Fist of the North... Because Fist of the North Star is that's, a living comic book. Well, that's one issue I've always had with uh, anime and manga. I, I can't get down with the style. Like it just it's too simplistic for me. Big you eyes. Felt, you felt the, the anime Big eyes, tiny mouths. Yeah, very yeah. tiny mouths. Like the only manga I ever read was Blade of the Immortal because it even though it did have some of the, the girl, the main girl did have the big eyes, it was still well drawn. Like people yeah. didn't look like it, I mean I understand because a lot of the manga comes out weekly, so they're just churning this shit yes, out. Weekly. I find it bizarre that there's like this house style that all anime has where Everyone yep. look like I, I guess it makes sense because Japanese are very much traditional, like big into tradition and all that shit. Yeah, but I don't know. It's you think there'd be a little more variety. You would think. Um, one one thing we're gonna get into a comparison here in a second here, but I also want to say because this is obviously a huge topic for both of us. We both love this style of movie that was set by Mel Gibson and the Australians uh George uh, Miller George Miller of course this movie is clearly and this series as a whole not just this movie but the whole Fist of the North Star is clearly inspired by Mad Max. Yeah, Ken Shiro is obviously a Mad Max stand-in. I mean, he's got the look, he's got the leather jacket with the shoulder pads with little well Clearly sprinkles of not only our boy Bruce Lee, because, of course, he's in there, but then when you look at that face, what do you see? Boy, when you look at those eyebrows, you're like Sonny Chiba. Chiba, Chiba. Yeah. I mean, he even has, like, the bandage around his forearm. Like, Max has it because he was in a car accident. Yeah. But he just has it for aesthetic purposes. Right. I don't, because I watched probably the first 20-so episodes of the series when I got it, and it's been slow because they got to read it. Usually I put things on in the background. Anime is not very strict on the dialogue and the story progression and all that. So it's easy to put them on in the background. This one, since I have to read it, it's even harder. Isn't it strange how uh, influential Mad Max and Road Warrior in, in particular is it was. I don't think there's any movie that was that as much influential as Mad right. Max. It created a whole subgenre of movies right. in the 80s. We have so many stars in our life, our own North Stars of our life, our Fred Williamson's, our Steve Jameson. Steve James? Steve James. I was going to call him Steve Jameson. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that's why I stopped myself because <laughs> I was like, I'm doing this wrong. So many fucking stars in our skies because of fucking Mad Max and that genre. Yeah. Desert wastelands, uh, scarce. Uh, Punk resources. rock aesthetic for some reason. Fair, well, eighties. Yeah, I mean, wasn't but, that? 
Yeah, but I'm just saying, it's just weird, though. That became the go-to look. When you're going for post-apocalyptic, it's always mohawks and shit like that. Right, everybody can find chains and spikes everywhere. Yeah, and so they shoulder can... pads. Football pads are every. Even in Australia, where they don't play football, they right. had shoulder pads. Yeah, rugby doesn't use shoulder pads. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense, but still. I guess they got a NFL team at that time, because it takes place in the future. Did 1990X. 19... Last week, we're <laughs> in uh, 1970X. Yeah. This week, we're in 19... 19- XX? 90X. 90X. Okay. So 20 years. (laughs) Possibly. Yeah. Within a 20-year range. Um, Okay. So let's get into- Maybe Godzilla caused this whole destruction. It was his nuclear breath that caused the- Yeah, he's got that nuclear breath. They had to stop Godzilla in a nuclear war. That had to be it. They're talking about all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So let's go ahead and do kind of a crossover between the two. Why? One thing the crossover is is the love triangle between Shin, Ken, and Julia. That's it. Yeah. And even that, they get kind of wrong because they do Shin as if he has this like muse kind of effect with uh, Julia. And that's what inspires him to recreate the world as he sees it. So he's got like a dick. Like crazy dictator fascination with himself where he's like, I have to burn everything down to rebuild it. Mm-hmm. And in the anime, just like completely in the fog. Yeah. He is so in the fog because I'm sorry, I'm gonna give a little tidbits away for the anime version of this movie. Uh re uh Ken's brother, whose name I'm forgetting, but I believe it was Ryuken or something like that. I thought that was their teacher, it was Ryuken. Yeah. Uh, teacher's real camp. Rao? Rao. I think it was. There's the Rao, main bad guy. Yeah. There's Rao, and then there's Ray. Ray. Yeah. So it gets kind of tough because they're both. Yeah. So Rao tells. Uh, or no, that was Jaggy, actually, who yeah. tells, convinces Shin that actually Julia, Julia's in love with you, and you just need to, you just need to put the spurs to. Uh, can to make her realize that she loves you and so that's the inspiration for the whole fucking anime and movie and here shin is like i gotta rebuild the whole world anew and julia you're gonna help me your vision of the world you're my muse you're gonna inspire me to do it all and i don't like that motivation at all well i mean they're obviously working on a shoestring budget it makes you think should they even have tempted it to begin with with the budget that they had I don't know why they would because they just fucking watered why it down. Why do you think this hasn't been made into a major motion picture yet? Is it because of the failure of Speed Racer, the only oh, Western anime God. adaption? No, it can't be the only one. I mean, we did our Netflix Cowboy Bebop, and no. from what I hear, that tanked. No. Because anime definitely does have its tropes, its own humor, its own thing going on here. Uh, but Visit North Star should have been easy. Gratuitous violence. Well, I mean, for like, I think it was like a $5 million budget. I don't think you can do Fist of the North Star. I mean, it's, there's so, buildings collapsing when people are fighting. Well, yeah, obviously you, you can't go with all of that. I mean, maybe shit. if you got those great scale model builders of the Godzilla movies involved. No, you definitely it. could do that. That would have been good. But, but it was like, they did. Like there's a scene, they don't even explain it. Ken... <laughs> Inter- he he walks like these people abusing like uh, villagers. Ken walks in covered in rock like the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just and then a building falls on him. He walks yeah. through the building like I mean, <laughs> uh, would you like Gary? Like, Ken is superhuman. He's Superman basically. Murray the, is talking anime. about the anime. Anime. Would you want Gary Daniels to be that super? Yes. 
I okay. want I want Ken to be a badass from square one, and what they did was the traditional hero's journey, yeah. and I fucking hate that for Ken, because Ken, from what I understand, from when I've watched the anime, maybe at some point in the 185,000 episodes they did of Ken's series, they do a backstory on him, and he does deny being the Fist of the North Star. But to start the movie with him being wishy-washy, which works into Gary Daniels and his That's wispy his strength. voice. That's his strength, yeah. Wishy-washy. Yeah. Um, you know, it just fucking undersells Ken so far. It buries him. And then he's even with people? Is Tony Khan producing this fucking movie? Fuck that. I want to see Ken come out. You just want squash matches to the entire movie? Uh, 90% of the movie. I want one or two people to get a punch because in. Because in the anime, the big bad gets squashed pretty damn quickly. Yes, no, obviously, obviously I'd be happy, okay if they switched that around or anything. Okay. You know, make that drawn out a bit I more. don't know. He, I, mean, I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves. In the final scene, he takes on 30 guys and there's no problem with them. And that's fine. Yeah. Think about the Ray scene in the anime. When Ray is just walking down the street, just kind of yeah. like doing his cat scratch fever attacks, yeah. and people are just getting... I would have liked it better, but then again, you said the budget was zero. Yeah. And so you can't do... That's what I want. I don't want to see him actually doing martial arts move. I want to see him well, doing so that's that that big What I said earlier, would you want to see uh, like $200 million Fist of the North Star? Oh, wow. I, I forgot that. I mean, I mean, would they... I, they I would think they couldn't do it because that level of investment, they're going to neuter it. They're not, they're not going to, because the blood is spraying constantly in the anime and in this movie, there's some too. Heads exploding constantly. Yeah. There's a lot of trickery they could have done. If I they, think there's still a market because, I mean, the 80s, it was all R rated fucking action movies yeah. and they made money. Oh, yeah. And somehow they feel like we can't do that anymore. It's got to be this, this kid shit. Right. It was harder to get this kind of shit produced and released in America, so I get it. Even in the 90s, I'm sure it was probably really difficult to get them to buy onto this, and that's why the story is the way it is. But yeah, I think I think they could do a fucking cool-ass one with practical effects, too. Because think about all the time... What did you think about the practical effects in this? I thought they did... Uh, the only practical effect... Well, it was a special effect that I was like, no. But, like... Let's take, for instance, when he first kicks that guy's face through the door, yeah. and he turns toward the camera, perfect SS on his skull and every on his forehead. I was like, great, some Nazi shit to let you know that these guys are actually just completely evil. Yeah. They don't need. A, well, they were about to. He was about to rape a woman. Yeah, so, yeah. they don't. I, need, did, I didn't need the SS. Group. Oh, you didn't need it? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but when he kicks him through the head, and they do like the uh, practical yeah. effect of his jaw just all. Which I believe is straight. It was. It must have been from the series because I remember seeing a still of that somewhere where it's exactly yeah. the look. Yeah, exactly. His jaw is like snapped off. Yeah, kinda. snapped off. That was cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, are we getting more stuff like this? And we, we really don't. There's maybe well, we a get couple. some head throbbing. We get some head. Yeah, you're right. We get some head throbbing. But that's Fist of the North Star. Yeah. It should have been a lot more of that. But I could just think of like the big army fight. You could have had a lot of people with as. They're getting hit. Ken is just cycling through them. They're walking with their backs to the camera. You could have put something on them to spray blood out or whatever. You know, you could have done some anime-like effects that still worked. So, okay. uh, with the budget, I could see this being done well with practical effects. I know what I would get is a bunch of CGI garbage, and I don't want that. Who do you think should have played Ken? Ooh, you think I, JC VD? 
I don't. I don't think I could. I would have to think on that one. I got no. Sonny's too would be too old. Yeah, I was gonna say Sonny, obviously, but in '95 he's too old. Yeah. Sonny in his youth, fucking perfect. '70s Sonny would have been amazing because obviously, like we said, inspired by Sonny at, at least in some ways. Yeah. So I I don't know who in the '90s I would have taken. Because Seagal. God damn it. No. Don't don't fucking This is already hard enough to go through this. It's gonna be a very hate filled day for me here. Um I mean, they didn't even give this guy a name, but they got Ray in here. He's a total bitch. Just get fucking destroyed. I really like Ray in the anime version. They didn't Ray even was in the, he was in the live action. What? When was where was Ray in the live action? He was I feel like and I, I went through the credits, and they didn't even give this guy a fucking name. But I went and looked up the actor. The jobber guy? The jobber guy who's eating the jam that we were talking oh, about. I hope that's Mike. not right. I actually liked Ray Ray is fucking cool as shit. Yeah. And they totally bitch him out. I'm pretty sure they were trying to go for Ray, though, because he's jacked up. Like, we see a lot of the heroes of the North Star, because there's 108 masters of the North Star. And so Ray was one of them. I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be. But there can Ray. only be one. But yeah, kind of like Thunderdome. There can be only one. Well, he's the master of the Southern Cross, I think. That's Their what, version of Ray. That was what he was saying. Ah, oh, there's so many things. There's so many things. Okay. Is it is there some kind of thing like that? Like Kylander, if we if you defeat Another man, a North Star, you get their energy. You know, they talked about it a lot in this. And I don't understand what the thing is with the North Stars. Uh, they're just Southern Stars in the anime. And this, they're Southern Cross. So they can well, they have the glow. That was the glow is what he had. Which one? Uh, Shin in the movie. Shin, Shin has the glow. Oh, that's right. Th- that was the bad CGI effect that he well, had. Well, it's there. the glow. It's, it's it's Bruce Leroy's glow. Is what Bruce he Leroy's glow, I was about to say. <laughs> God damn it. I'm stumbling on my words already. He's so oh, upset about I'm this. so upset. It, and yeah. we still got to get into one last thing before is we go it? to the trailer. But okay, what do we got to get into? Because we got to talk about just the small things that get so wrong. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Hair is one thing. One, it's a small thing that's actually a really big thing, because again, yeah, the the fighting has its own style. It's very exaggerated. It's a lot of tippy taps, yeah. which we love. We love our tippy taps here. Right. And so, what I want to do is give you the comparison first. I will give you. Do should I do the anime version or the live action first? Don't tell anybody and see if they can guess if this is Gary Daniels or not. Is this what I think you're going for? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll have because to... we assume Gary Daniels got picked for this role because he, he has the proper uh, timber in his voice to do this. Yeah. So we'll play this this soundbite for you. You tell us is this live action? This anime? Yeah, and they they play, they call it again. We're gonna refer to it because podcasts we <laughs> we we're left to our audio devices here. Uh, the atatata. Or the Atta. Atta-ta-ta. And you'll understand that in one of these.
do tickle me to death? Don't turn your back on me! You're already dead. One of those gets you amped up. <laughs> yeah. Makes you feel. Makes you think they finally found a purpose for Gary Daniels. And then you hear the other. Where's Gary Daniels? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it just me or did it sound like Gary Daniels added finally we we I don't remember what came out first. Uh uh Blood Moon or Fist Blood Moon was 97. Okay, because this was 95. Because I was like he listened to us. He put a little bit of bass in his voice, but as the movie went along, that little wispiness started coming in. Yep. And he was back to this to You're already dead. I mean, it was clear, so I left it in there. But I left in there, you're already dead. And it's the weakest. You That's when Ken finally bases up in the anime. You're already dead. And he, of course, says it in Japanese and everything. It's fucking great. Here's a little fun fact for you. Uh, when they the, the Japanese version of the movie we're doing today, the live action, they got all the actors from the anime to do the voices for the characters. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So Bat was... So at least he sounded like a man in the Japanese version. Hmm. Okay, cool. You're already dead. You're already dead. All right, we got to get on with this movie. It's going to be a fucking full... I hope you like listening to me complain about shit. I thought this would be a really breeze. We just go through it. You got a lot of fucking hate for this? I got a lot of hate for this. Okay. All right, well, prepare yourself for some hate this Christmas season. Here's the trailer from the, the the star that the the Magi followed, by the way, the Fist of the North Star. You mean to kill me? Welcome to the future. In a time beyond tomorrow. <laughs> a new order has begun. Innocence has no chance. And only the North Star can bring back the peace. Fist of the North Star! Fist of the North Star. Kenshiro! We open up and we got 45 minutes of credits. Every single person and their dog gets mentioned in these credits. And then finally we start looking on a destroyed city. Dust blowing everywhere. It looks straight dust out of Mad Max. Wind. But it's just darker. It's a lot darker. Well, they got to hide that we're obviously on a set. They're, we're not even in the outdoors with the, the desert scenes. Right. And then we, we get, get a voiceover from uh, the guy... 
obviously collecting a paycheck, Malcolm McDowell. Mm -hmm. He he probably did one day of work on this movie. Yep. Uh, We'll see a lot more of him for our Christmas episode, and I mean a lot. Oh, yeah? We're going to find out whether he's Jewish or not. That's how fucking much we're going to see it. Just look at his dick. That's what I I was getting to that graph. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, he's just laying out the thing. All the warnings are true. All the predictions fulfilled. Chaos rule because he's playing Ryo Ryokin. Right, he's the ma- He's the like ma- the master master. In this movie, he's the fist of the North Star. At this point in right. the movie, there can only be one fist of the North Star. But that wasn't the worst. Not, not only has mankind been destroyed by nuclear warfare. Once the honorable banner of a school of martial arts, the flag of the Southern Cross is now the fearful symbol of a new order. The sign of the North Star, the sign of the last opposing school, freedom's the only hope. And we get to more cuts before we go back to more voiceover. And we got Kenshiro just wandering the earth right. aimlessly with but, much fuller hair now. By the way, uh, Gary Daniels has such, this movie meant so much to him, he named his child Kenshiro. He's a child named Kenshiro. Are you fucking kidding? I'm not kidding you. Oh, my God. You bastardized my favorite <laughs> fucking, like, one of my favorite animes, and you name your kid after, oh, God. So, anyway. Ryokin, he's calling out to uh, Ken. He's like, I know your pain, anguish, conflict. How can you wander and avoid your destiny? You are the fist. Right. Again, I'm fucking hating this so far because you're <laughs> making Ken look weak. They're not, well, like you said, we're going through the classic like trial of the hero. You're going through, yeah, the traditional journey. stories, hero's journey. And yeah. I hate it for Ken. He's a fucking, Yeah, you don't have to do it for everybody. I agree. Right. Like the anime, you get more of the wrestling type hero being I mean, spoiler alert, in the anime, Ken gets the shit kicked out of him at the end. He doesn't even win. Yeah, it's a rocky ending. Yeah, it's it worse is. than Rocky because he's just flat. He's laid out. I mean, yeah. Rocky got up and like said, "Like I've survived." Even some of the imagery you see in that fight is used in this movie, but it's used by a different person, and that yeah. really bothered me. It's like, yeah. why are you fucking stealing? Actually, no, they still okay. Anyways, um, but yeah, so th- this is where we see that Ryukin is getting a visitor, right. and he's dressed like fucking uh, M Bison from Street Fighter fame. <laughs> yeah. He- <laughs> he all he was missing was a little like driver cap. Play, yeah, we got Shin played by Costas Mandalorian, and we got Ryo Kim played by Malcolm McDowell. I do feel like his look, his face and hair was good for Shin. Okay, I'll give him that. Well, I Shin thought, has has blonde rock star hair in the anime. Yes, yes, I it should have been blonder and all that. Yeah. But I felt like I was like, okay, that's that's an okay transition from anime to live okay, action. He's got the mullet mm-hmm. and. Uh, Malcolm McDowell just looks like Malcolm McDowell. He looks nothing like an Asian man, let alone a, a, the fist of the North Star. Yeah, he's just supposed to be some, even in the anime, he's some old dude, giant beat, just sitting there perfectly meditating and all that. Right. So uh, he's being uh, confronted by Shin. And he, Ryokin reminds him the, the North Star and the Southern Cross cannot fight. Right. Why is that? Is it like the matter thing in Time Cop? It's just some super law of the universe where it's... We- you know what? This has always irritated me. And this also... This is, I'll bring Star Wars into this. It's all about balance. Yes. Then why did we want to kill Darth Vader? We need Darth Vader. We need the dark side of the forest. That's what balance is, right? right? And you remember in the anime introduction, it says that it's this balance is like yeah, a pendulum. The yin and the yang. It goes one way, far one way, then it's going to come back the other way right. really hard. Much like our politics in America. Exactly. 
So what we're experiencing here, it's like, okay, why wouldn't you want like the weak fucking lesser evil to just stay where he is instead of getting rid of him and having this crazy pendulum effect? So we're going to start swinging that pendulum effect here. Uh, I like this because Ryukin doesn't even want to open his eyes for him. How did you know he was me, Master? I can sense your evil fucking spirit, your evil cunty spirit coming in here. And then he reminds him, we can, ne- we must never fight. The powers of the North and the South must never fight. And then Shin found a, ra- a reach around for this. He's he like, really did. He's like, I don't need to fight you. Pulls out a gun and just shoots right again. <laughs> I, I want to do it in my best Gary Daniels voice for no reason. This isn't a fight. This is an execution. This guy was not Australian or no, English, yeah. whatever. Uh, um, but yeah, so Shin tells him, "This isn't a fight. Don't worry about it. I found I found the wraparound to the laws of the universe. This yeah. is an execution." Pulls out a gun and shoots him. <laughs> yeah. Murray, you saw this in the anime. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that part. Do you yeah. remember when he pulled out a gun and executed him? Uh, no, I don't remember that. Exactly. He fucking destroys some statues with the super energy hands and shit. (laughs) He fucks everything up. And that's it. It's like, okay, he's crazy powerful. We get it. No, he shoots him in the fucking Did he even kill Ryukin in the anime? I don't even remember. No, I don't think he killed Ryukin. He just showed him, yeah, you're no longer the Fist of the North Star. I blew up your statues with my energy from 94 fi- uh, feet away. So much like an American slumlord, Shin has fucking ideas about how to rebuild the world right. and charge t- triple the rent. Yeah. He said, no more rent control in yes, New York he, City. He is a landlord. <laughs> I'm assuming this is New York City because it looked like the, he's his his place of uh, business is the Empire State Building. Yeah. And it, for one, finally, one movie set in the 80s and 90s, a guy to write, No World Trade Center. No, WTC. they predicted 9/11. Yeah, it must. Have Was Gary Daniels behind it? Look into that. I definitely. Look no, into we just that. got we just got taken off YouTube now. Oh yeah, we definitely did. Don't they say the c word? That's for sure. Uh, so we're seeing just like how the Southern class, cross. Southern Cross flag is being just plastered everywhere. We're getting flashes over the city as it stands now. It's it's ruined. It's just parking lots. It's the fer- perfect <laughs> image of, you know, uh, the Illiches down in Detroit and Gilberts and everything. Just everything's a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's all your city and needs. And sports arenas. Sport, parking lots, sports arenas. Yeah. We're bringing the people back downtown. You're only charging $50 to see a football game for parking for a football game. Parking for a football game and then $60 to get into the football game. 60? That's a nosebleed seat. That's a nosebleed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Standing room only right now for the Vikings game. $45. I can't believe anyone would want to be in a standing room only. It's going to be a good game, I'm telling you. All right. Well, it's not going to be good. Well, Paradise Valley is not good, or is it? Because it, it, for some reason, it has the only fresh water left in the world. Yeah, I don't get that. Well, it's probably a well. You're, yeah, that makes so sense. So it's that fresh mineral water. And this is 200 miles north of where Shin is creating his empire. So this is probably in, like, Albany or Buffalo, maybe. Yeah, okay. It's upstate New York. I do like that uh, Bernie is actually running this encampment here. Bernie, Bernie Sanders. I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't see him in there? Bernie's an appeaser because the guy running this camp is a appeaser. Well, what happens to Bernie is terrible. I'm just going to go ahead and spoil this for everybody. Clint Howard shoots Bernie Sanders in the forehead in this movie. Oh, my God. Was he wearing his mittens? He was. Oh, he was sitting in a chair, silently protesting. <laughs> 
So we get we we, we get some familiar faces. Uh, first, we have a guy a character named Asher, played by Melvin Van Peebles, who's many say uh, wrote and directed the very first black exploitation movie of all time, Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. Mm-hmm. Also, the father of Melvin Van Peebles, or Mario Van Peebles, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was from our favorite Ginty movie, Executioner 2, who also was rocking a very Road Warrior look in that movie. That's true, yeah. We get, for some reason, we get Downtown Julie Brown playing a character named Charlie. She's called Downtown Julie Brown because she was the black Julie Brown on MTV. She was, she's a VJ. VJ, yeah. And then we had the white one who was like a redhead okay. who was just Julie Brown because we're racist. We got the, the white girl gets the Julie Brown name and the black girl gets downtown Julie C-Lab Brown. C-Lab did the best joke of that because they had Black Debbie and White Debbie. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Stormy would always refer to Black Debbie as Black Debbie. And then, you know, of course, Sparks calls him out. Why, why do you call her Black Debbie and not White Debbie? White Debbie. Esau... <laughs> Terrible show. I love it. So, yeah. So, it's, you know, that's it. That's all you got to know about these characters. They don't do anything. They're just, they're just yeah. preparing Paradise Valley for invasion. These characters are added along with another nerd we're going to learn later, Neville, just yeah. to pad out like this whole city, bring a human element. Fuck yeah. that. This, is, this movie very much is a ripoff, I think, of uh, Road Warrior. Because instead of oil, it's water. There's this small encampment, and these punk rock dudes want what's in the encampment. Right, exactly. Yeah. They want the water. Uh, so we also learn about a character who's prevalent in the anime. Two characters, Bat and uh, Lynn. But Lynn is blind in, in this, this one. Yeah. She's uh, mute in the anime. Exactly. So they flip-flopped it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they found a way to use it to motivate uh, Ken in this movie. So, okay, whatever. So, Pat, Pat, Bat is a little scamp, and he knows that uh, all Lynn loves her peaches. Who doesn't love a nice juicy peach? Just sink your teeth into it. Let, yeah. the, let the juice just dribble down your chin. Just let it drip down the chin. That's why you're such a big basketball fan, is dribbling juices. And <laughs> love those juices. Uh, he's... He actually has to steal them off people. We learn that he's the kung fu master. He thinks he is. He thinks he is. He's always teaching people. He's bumping into the guys. He watched a lot of uh, that show we did, Masters of Kung Fu, whatever. W Mac Masters. Yeah, I W think. Mac Champions. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, he learned from that. So he steals her some peaches. She comes over. She can hear the peaches well, of course, in the camp. Your senses are heightened when you lose one of them. And she shakes it and she says. You imagine how good a peach would taste if you're blind. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You might have an orgasm. Yeah, you might. The sensory overload that's blind folks, if we have a blind fan, can you let us know like what is the best food? Because I right. assume everybody's a blind who listens to us because we are basically the audio version of a movie. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's interesting because we never you know, whenever we talk about the five senses, we always talk about smell. Oh, Daredevil yeah. smells and hears so well. We never talk about his taste. Oh yeah. Like I want to, or maybe it's—I never thought. Maybe the the peaches. Of course, this is a euphemism for pussy. Maybe it's too strong. Maybe it just makes them vomit. I don't know. Because I'll have you know, not all all peaches are. (laughs) Some are kind of rotten. You don't want to get near them. What we've learned about Griff is that, of course, I've been writing on the side. I write reviews. (laughs) I'm on Amazon. I'm all over podcasts, using my own fucking reviews, getting my name wrong to not credit me. I wrote to Netflix when that Daredevil series came out, and I said, "You guys are so keen on." All the senses except taste. <laughs> Have him 
eating pussy like every week, and I write up a whole story. And then arc. he can like yeah, identify a killer by the taste of her pussy. Exactly. That that's brilliant. And I said. He's gonna have. I can't even think of a female rogue in his in the Daredevil. There we go. Where he's in a kink bar and it's just an orgy happening. He eats her pussy. <laughs> he shows up to a crime scene and he goes. There's a little moisture there. Yep. He rubs it <laughs> to his fingers. He's like, "That's Electra's puss. She was in this room." Exactly. Yeah. Netflix wrote me back and said that is incredibly offensive. <laughs> I don't know what. And then they stole the idea. That was the meme. Worst I part don't know it. what's offensive about two people wanting to fuck. I don't. What's get offensive it. about trying to please a woman? Come on, patriarchy. Yes, exactly. He's on his knees, willing to please, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, no, that's offensive." <laughs> no, no, they're okay, both into it. They sign. <laughs> They sign consent forms before go, before they go in there. I had the contract signing scene in there. <laughs> Nothing more romantic than a contract signing scene before you Every, go down. It, I mean, it moment. wasn't them face to face. Everybody signs the consent forms when they go in there. Okay. <laughs> All right, back to back to the we less interesting movie. What are we doing? <laughs> All right, we're Paradise Paradise Valley with the masses green and the girls are pretty. We got to conserve our energy. We got nine hours of podcast you did tonight. Uh, so Lynn hears the thunderous roar. Thunder. Yes. <laughs> Gary Daniels would do a great version of that. Thank you. Uh, motorcycles running down on them. Of course. They have, you know what? I noticed one thing I've noticed about this movie and more, even more in the anime, no problem with gas. It's just abundant. Yeah, gasoline was everywhere, yeah. clearly. They had a fucking a water tower filled with gas on the top of a building in the anime. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So water was water was their problem. Gas right. was not. Well, yeah. Yeah, because you can't drink that shit. Right. There's, lot, there's not a whole lot of vehicles either. The one thing that bothered me in a later scene was that there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of people, and there's like supposed to be no food. So I didn't yeah. like that part of the anime. Are you talking about in the, the anime? Yeah, yeah. The yes. Anime. There's barely any people in this, so that's yeah. accurate. Uh, so yeah, obviously bandits are on their way, and we see them storming through Paradise Valley. This is where we get our, one of our Golden Globe's favorites, Clint Howard, playing a character named Stalin. Stalin, he's so perfect. He's got a little revolver, and he's going pow. Yeah, he's like on a motorcycle, sh- just randomly shooting people. I loved him. Did he not look good in this? In ca- uh, this well, of band? course, he always yeah. looks good. He looks so fucking good. I love. We get a character named Stone, I believe. Stone. I I for- I thought this was Mike from Breaking Bad. I had to look it up. I was like, this got to be Mike from Breaking Bad. Same. No, it was just Same. some just some dude who looked like a burn victim. Mid nineties. Uh, that uh guy from uh Breaking Bad yeah. looked just like him, yeah. but no, yeah, this was some other guy. I had to look him up to figure out who the fuck it was. Because <laughs> yeah. he's not in the anime. They just yeah. throw him in here. Yeah. There's they, actually an anime character that's a throwaway character that's a big character in this movie. Oh, uh, who are you Jackal. Talking? Jackal? Yeah. Yeah, Jackal was kind of a throwaway. Yeah, you're right. Uh, So, of course. Is Jackal with him in this one, this scene? I don't think Yeah, Jackal he? came through, but. The Jackal played by Sean Penn's brother, Chris Penn, who's right. no longer with us. This is just kind of a reconnaissance type missions. Reconnaissance? Yeah. They're just surveying the town, yeah. making sure they're weak, confirming there's water in there. Right. Because apparently, what we're about to learn is that this is what Shin wants to start his city on. Is he, well, is he going to do like an aqueduct thing, an irrigation system, that 200 miles? That's what he said, yeah. Well, he's got big plans then. He's got really big plans. And I'm not sure if he's capable. 
capable of doing these. He's just well, he's, he's you said he's lost in the fog. He's going full conservative, where he's just like, I will stop border crossings. How are you going to do that? I will stop border crossings. I will stop inflation. I will stop everything. The only inflation they're stopping is in people's pants. That's right. So yeah, they're just raining terror as goons do. We kind of do a Scooby-Doo cut, and now they're all gone. Dust is settling, but the rain is coming down. And in this bleak future we live in, 1990X, acid rain. Right. Just burning everything. Real acid rain. So we get our voiceover. Uh, what's his name? Malcolm McDowell, Ryukin. Yep, Ryukin coming back over, explaining that the world is in ruins. Traveling, incredibly dangerous because desert wasteland. There's no food, water anywhere, and acid rain all the time. And that's when we see that Ken is just hanging out in a small little hut. He's got his hood Well, yeah, over he him. walks up. He finds this hut out in the middle of nowhere, and he needs to go to a place to get out of the rain. Right. And they, they, he goes and we see these people. They're part of some resistance because they have a shortwave radio. And I guess they're working with Paradise Valley. I don't know. They stare into his eyes and they're like, you're a good man. I can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Just come on in. You can sleep on our floor. And he does. And so we get a scene. He's asleep. He's having nightmares. This is where we actually get a scene from the anime for a change. This is true. This is where we, we learn where he got his seven wounds. Yes. So it's it's flashback. I found it odd that, well, I get. I mean, the anime takes place in America, right? Uh, I think so. Play. Yeah. So it makes sense that they're white guys playing these characters, even though sure. they have Asian names. Yeah. And then for some reason, Julia, who's clearly white in the anime, she has red hair, is played by an Asian woman. Uh, they wanted to have that effect of an Asian woman going kachito. It's more authentic. Yeah. Okay, so we see uh, uh, Shin. I guess did they? Was there this? We don't. We don't get. We get just the end result of the scene because later on we get the full scene. Right? Yeah, we don't get this full scene. So we just get the here. violence here. We see that there's guys holding Ken and he's getting pummeled. Yes, and then Shin walks up and he finger bangs Ken. Yeah. And it's in the most brutal way possible. It's very diced up. You're not seeing like yeah. the full extent of the scene. We're just seeing that he's getting finger banged in his chest, and you got Shin's <laughs> yeah. face covered in blood. That scene was done very well. Yeah, I would he say. pulls the finger out, blood spurts out. It was yeah. nicely done. Like if I want to give him credit for anything, I give him credit for that. They made that scene brutal, the spraying blood, very anime like. So so he does he knows? does three like real slow ones, and yeah. then he gets his four fingers and uh, right in his stomach, for yeah. the, and he's got seven wounds. But is, that, it, is, it, is it a constellation? Yeah, it's it's a north star. Yeah, oh. it's a Big Dipper. Oh, okay. No, if you look no, at it, yeah. No, I didn't look at it. So that's why there's like the scene. I think it, it was in this where he looks up to the sky and he sees the north, uh, the Big Dipper. <sighs> yeah, he's it's like, oh shit, yeah. I tuned out. Okay. So he wakes up from you that. You can't tune out within thirty <laughs> minutes of them. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. Well, Gary Daniels tuned out through the entire movie. I mean, he's in that that fog that I call it the Gary Daniels days, where he's just deer in the headlights. The he's Gary just, Daisels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he wakes up because his two hostess are being accosted outside. Yes, and this is where we. This is. I think this is kind of from the the anime. The anime has it in there, but it's Did like you a notice different this context. very quick scene. But it was a jarring scene. It's very. It probably took a whole day to set up. In the foreground, right in the foreground, there's this ugly guy putting lipstick on. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, his face is covering half of the fucking scene. And in the background, you see the guys fucking with the thing. Yes. I don't know. What was that scene? I thought, I was like, that had to be from the anime because it was such a set up scene. No, right. it's not. It was just a very bizarre scene. There's, okay, so there's a guy who's got 666 branded in the side of his head. They Maybe they wanted to show off because they can do super, super close-ups of everybody. They wanted to give you an example because as you talked about in the anime, everybody's bald. Everyone's got like a mohawk. Yeah. They got fucking shit carved onto their head or yeah. tattooed on their head or whatever. So maybe this was their way to kind of like tip tip their hat that way. I don't you know? know. This guy was like applying lipstick. It was, it was very odd. Yeah. It and, was. Yeah, it the was, colors behind him and everything. Yeah. They and were, he was doing a real bad job. He looked like D. Snyder. It wasn't yeah. good. Clearly trying to do an artistic anime type scene. <laughs> so this goon is like, I'm going to rape this lady, but not in front of you. I'm yeah. going to take her inside like a gentleman. Right. And so he's going to date rape her, basically. And so he takes her to the room, but he doesn't know Ken is in that room. I don't think date rape's the word. I think rape rape is the word. Well, I think in his mind, it's like if I do it in private, it's okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's going to take her inside. It doesn't really happen if you do it in private. If there's no witnesses, did it happen? That's. I think that's. he's covering all bases. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not approving of any of this shit. Oh, no, of course not. I don't care if the fence people. <laughs> rape's bad, people, right? I know. It's crazy that we have to go on the fence here. Yeah. Up on a fucking platform here and say that. It yeah, does, right guess there. what? It doesn't happen because our hero is there to save the day. We the, see a big old fucking size 12 boot go right out the fucking door. I mean, the the rapist is such a fucking good guy. He knocks on the door before he goes in yeah, there. Yeah, well, yeah, he doesn't want to, like, wake anybody up. Or and so clearly this is the cue to Gary Daniels to kick through the door. Right. And he kicks through the door, kicks the guy right in his fucking mouth. And this is where we see him turn towards camera in the jaw severed scene that we were talking about yeah. in the top half. Which, again, pretty fucking cool. I liked it. I thought I was in, in for a pretty good time when I saw that scene. All right. And this is the moment we've all been waiting for. This is like, this is why they hired Gary Daniels. We can't wait for the autos that he's going to give us. I was so excited because as we talked about, he's got that register. It's going to work out. He's going to be able to do the right. autos so well. I did it better than him just now, and that was just me not even trying. But in like, and again, this is supposed to be Kenshiro. When you watch the anime, he has these scenes, complete jobber matches. He's barely touching people, and their heads and bodies and limbs are exploding. Instead, he's doing martial arts, and of course, Gary Daniels wants to show off his martial arts. One person, maybe, he can show off his mark. But you got to give the audience what they need out of a fist of a North Star, and they don't do it. And then finally, he steps up to the main goon who pulls out a gun. He fucking cuts the gun in half with his hand. Yeah. Okay, that's a point there. But then you lose 94 points for this one because he steps. Well, you, did, you think he didn't even do a good job with the, hitting the nerves? In this scene? Yeah. I mean, I thought it look it, it would have been fine if they fucking amped up everything else. It would have been good. You mean I, like speed up the film? No, no, no. I'm saying it had zero to it. It was literally Gary Daniels going, oh, 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 oh. Listen to that anime at the beginning of the half. Where yeah, like, well, no, got... no, there's no doubt the the audio was shit. But exactly. You think the visuals didn't? No, the, I said okay. the visuals were okay. good. Okay. It was just everything else about it is completely flat. It's void of anything. Do you think he got self conscious? Like he's like, I can't do that. Like he's probably, you know, he's had to live with his voice his whole life. Yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be awful that when you go through puberty, your voice doesn't change. No, I think I think so... for a guy trying to break it into Hollywood and everything, you know, you got to be terrified here. You got to be, you know, like, am I, I'm just going to sound like a Bruce Lee ripoff or some bullshit like that. 
I'm sure he came in self-conscious as fuck. But the right. producers, you know, everybody else in the in the post not being like, watch, knowing the source material, being like, we need to juice this the fuck up. Like, put some music behind it or something. Put some bass into the fucking Sweeten thing. Sweeten it. Anything to sweeten the scene. It's hollow. It's void of any emotion. It's, it's blank. <laughs> I hated it. So he does it. He does the ata. Yeah. That's what we're going to call it. And, and the guy just laughs at him. Much like you would thought, this is this is Gary Dale's worst nightmare. The guy laughs at him. What? I mean, what are you doing? Tickling me to death? <laughs> turns his back and walks. Don't you turn your back on me, boy. This is straight fist in the North Star, though. Right. This happens all the time. Right. So, yeah. After he turns his back onto him, he's like, I'm going to kill you, boy. You're already dead. <laughs> And then, ah, and then you see this is what we this is what we were waiting for. Murray <laughs> made sure to put this one in the notes, like we would forget that his head explodes. <laughs> Murray head explode. I I told you I tuned out like ten minutes earlier in the film, <laughs> so I needed some fresh refresher. A reminder, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this movie is so under my skin. I'm waiting for my head to explode during this movie. So yes, we see the pulsating head, and then. Psh, Burst like a like a sweet peach. All right, so we cut over to this is actually Shin's big old fortress. This is like his throne room, and he keeps out the fucking pates and the jellies just in like beautiful Maybe candy it was caviar. Dishes. You think it was caviar? It could have been caviar. That's a that's a very delicacy. But it's highfalutin food. Yeah, is what we've understood. And we see this guy. He was a former Southern Cross master. Again, Southern Cross doesn't actually exist. It was supposed to be Southern Star. Uh, this is where I was talking about earlier from the anime. I believe this is supposed to be Ray, and I, I hope not because I like Ray. Ray is so fucking cool He's in the anime. He's cocky as shit. He got swagger up out the ass. Oh my god! And uh, he gets nothing in this, and so he's walking up. He sees that fucking jellies or the pate or the um, <laughs> caviar, caviar, and he dips two fingers in, and he's going to town, you know. And that's when Shin comes out. Oh yes. Dude, that is most elegant of food. Sustain that beautiful. Because this guy is ripped. Yeah, he looks yeah. like. Uh, I don't know where they're finding peck jelly in this apocalyptic future, but they got it. That's true. For in a days, you know. Yeah. So that's when, of course, uh, Shen comes out, confronts him, and he's like, "Okay, well, here's the thing. You used to be a Southern Cross master, and I know there's 108 of you, but there can be only one." And uh, poor old... I was just shocked that we learned that Bruce Leroy was a master of the Southern Cross. I didn't know where his school was from. Because yeah. clearly we see Shin starts the glow. Yeah, Shin does the glow. So clearly he beat Bruce Leroy at some point. Yeah. Probably destroyed his little brother in Shin front of Nuff him, too. Shin was his original name. Shunuf. Shin. Shin. He, he was the brother of Shonuf. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, Wouldn't this movie be so much greater if we had Bruce Leroy's little brother in it instead of Bat? If we had him, that he was special. just clowning on fucking Ken all the time and I popping would, and locking all the time. That would be fucking good. That would be fucking. <laughs> that'd be real anime st- type shit too. Like like when instead of doing the ata, he like popping locks on somebody. Like, uh, 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 ooh, then, ah ta ta ta. <laughs> ooh ah ta ta ta. Yeah, I yeah. know. Uh, I'm 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 feeling it. Like if you help direct this uh, anime version, I'd or live action of an anime, I think I'd be into it. 
So uh, he gives the old four-finger bang to the stomach. Yeah, yeah. He's forcing this guy to fight him. He's telling him, of course. That guy probably has cramps now. He ate really quick, and then he took four fingers to the gut. Yeah. Like, he's telling him, I hate the sight of blood and everything, but, you know, this is what I got to do. There can't be any other Southern Cross masters. Yeah, they say you got to wait 30 minutes for swimming because you cramp up after eating. Is that the same with fighting? Yeah. You cramp up. So he basically set up. We'll, we'll just call him Ray, even though it's not really Ray. He set Ray up. Yeah. Because he cramped up. Yeah. The only reason why I say this is Ray is because we know from the anime that Shin kills Ray. Or no, actually. Rao kills Ray. Rao kills Shin Ray. doesn't That's kill a, anybody. Shin doesn't kill anybody, yeah. Uh. But I feel like it... Nah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's supposed to be So Ray. basically, what we're, we're led to believe he's the last of the Southern Cross. No, yeah. Shin. Yeah. As far as we know. And somehow, maybe he absorbs the power. Like, it's a Highlander thing. We don't fucking know, because they don't even know what they're doing. And then we get a little bit of glimpse before we cut away the scene of a character named Julia. Yeah. And apparently, she is some woman that we need to pay attention to. She is the crux of the story. She is the the love interest of uh, Ken. The reason Ken lives. The reason Ken keeps on moving and doing his thing. And the reason why... Shin is also wanting to rebuild the world. Right. Like I mentioned. She has no personality at all. Zero personality. Cute. Uh, Like I mentioned in uh, whatever point I mentioned it at, in the live action movie, she is the muse. She's inspiring him somehow to start a whole new world. He's going full architect. He's he's going full George Costanza Costanza architect here, whereas in the anime, he is in the fog for her. Yeah. All right. And we see that she's holding a bag of seeds. Oh, yeah, that Kenshiro gave to her. I thought it was a bag of ashes first, but it's it, a bag of seeds, yeah. which it, is very important. Right. It's, 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 it's his ultimate inspiration. I mean, she's going to start the whole new world. Whole new. So my two. least favorite character in this movie, Bat and Lynn, find Ken sleeping it off in their own. He's got to get out of the rain, so he's sleeping it off in their little hovel that they have. Mm-hmm. I was also super confused where I was at. I was like, are we at Paradise Valley or are we in New York City? Because everything looks the same. It looks you like- notice they had the Mexican filter? Yes, they did. Yeah. Except they made it dirtier than usual. Yeah. Because yeah. everything's supposed to look bleak. So I'm like, wait, are we in New York? No, we're back in fucking Paradise City. Yeah, Paradise Valley. Where the grass somewhere. is green and the girls are pretty. Exactly. Please take me home. Please take me home. So we get a little sass matching here going up. Why are you in here? Because it's raining outside. Because it's raining outside. They want to get wet. <laughs> Thank you. This wig's very expensive. Because <laughs> he's wearing a wig. Ken has short hair. Ken is fucking Mad Max. Yes. Why does he have like full on you mullet, know, mullet here? I mean, maybe it was because he's like he was prepping his, that bowl cut for Blood Moon. Like, he already had been. the highlights in. He's like, I'm not. <laughs> you know how hard does he get highlights in your fucking hair? Yeah, no, very hard. Put the wig on. Uh, and so it, he's looking like he's getting up and he's about to be angry when he notices little Lynn. And he sees immediately, because he reads eyes, that she's blind. Because <laughs> you can't read her eyes. She's like, you got to be blind. So Bat is going on because we know that Bat, who does have bleached hair, yeah, uh, he, he just fucking face palms him away and then grabs little Lynn by her face and starts massaging her temples. <laughs> No, he just, he just pokes her temples. He goes, oh, he just poked them? Yeah, he, put, he puts his hands like on the side of her head and goes, poke. And oh. then all of a sudden, knocks your eyes like, you know, maybe 
maybe her left eye was in her right eye socket and her right was in her left that's, and that's that why she was blind. Yeah. So he knocked them back. It was like a cartoon and they just rolled over and then finally settled correctly. Right. I, fine. This is this is the North Star. Yeah, he does that in the anime with the muteness. He reached behind like her ears and that. Because and she, remember, it. it's not physical, it's mental. She saw her parents being raped and murdered and then made her go blind. She right. chose to go blind. She She's chose like, I can't. to. Which, meanwhile, which kind of a loose connection in the anime because Ray's sister also chooses to go blind because of the shit she has to deal with. Yes, they, they combined her yeah. but then subtracted Lynn's story. Like, they took up Ray's well, sister. Well, less of Lynn is... Good. For, I didn't like Lynn in the anime, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Annoying yeah. little girl with pink hair. Right. It was supposed to be <laughs> the innocence and all yeah. that. And the innocence can call out to Kenshiro a la Godzilla style. <laughs> he crashes through that, buildings. No, that made sense because there's nothing more ear piercing than a little girl screaming for no You got a niece. Did she scream at the top of her lungs for no reason? Oh, hell yeah. That's what Do you ever do. stop her? And why do you do that? Because all little girls do it. And it's so fucking annoying. They just get fucking excited. I mean, it's just it's... screaming. Kids, man, they don't know what to do with their emotions. We're dead. <laughs> we are dead. When you look at us, you're just like, you are the most miserable fucks. If anybody had post conversations with us after the podcast, you're like, you guys are not podcast yeah, people. Yeah, this is the best you get. Is yeah. This is the of us right here. We, you think we're fucking like misanthropes no. here. We live like two and a half hours a week when we do this, <laughs> and the rest, we're emotionally retarded. I'm sorry to use that word. Actually, you know, I want to bring this up. When I was in a meeting like three weeks ago, we started this new company, all these French people Get this are in out because we don't want to have this on our Christmas episode, yeah. so get these out. I, I, I'm, I belong to a new company based in France, and this woman is explaining everything to us, and she says, yeah, our system here is retarded. It's like, ma'am, you can't say that in a fucking workplace anymore. For, well, 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 what did she mean? Did she mean it's slow? Because that's what the word means. No. Okay. She meant it in the other way, that it was okay. bass backwards. Well, I mean, yeah, okay. Anyway, so she, uh, Kenshiro, is curing this woman, or baby girl, of her blindness. Yeah, and he's just like, he's, like he realized kids are annoying, so he's like, I'm out of here. So yeah. he leaves. And My dad taught me that trick. He's he's in the acid rain, okay. the, that cold November rain. And I, this is, <laughs> Please wrap this back <laughs> to fucking Guns N' Roses. Yeah. How many Guns N' Roses songs will we're gonna? We yeah, we're gonna find out. We are. Yeah, I, I yeah. can't wait. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, people. Because <laughs> those are the three I know. So you'll even have <laughs> well, to help me out. Well, Lynn is the sweet child of. Oh, oh God, I know that one too. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's See, funny how the, all the worst songs on the album were all the hits. But, yeah, oh really? Yeah. I well, there's a lot of swearing on all the others. Was that use your illusion? That's not the appetite for destruction. Apt- I've never listened to that album. I think I'm gonna. Give it's it a, a it's go. a good hard rock album. I believe it. And I was thinking about that the other. Day. I was like, I've never tried it. I need uh, to. Yeah. Um. But again, another thing I hated. Not to shoo over whatever you're about to say, because I see <laughs> it in your eyes. Searching for another Guns N' Roses. Oh, okay, song. okay. Well, I'm buying you time here. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hated this uh, the live action because it's all about my daddy. My dear daddy taught me before he died, like everything. Oh yeah, my fatherly connection. This. So it was supposed to be dad. his dad. It wasn't just his master. Right. In this, his it's his dad. But okay. I thought in the anime it was just a fucking cool ass dude. So Jackal, we we uh, played by Chris Penn, and he's wearing. We can see this. That what's going on with him? Because he's wearing this weird like contraption on his head. Vader mask. Vader if mask. If you're familiar yeah. with wrestling, big Van Vader. 
Or if you've been watching the World Cup, a lot of people use this to hold their nose in place because they have a broken nose. Oh, okay. So at this point, we don't know. And if you've watched the anime, obviously you know why he's doing this because he kind of resembles a character from the anime. Yeah. Character who gets two and a half scenes. Yeah. And well, he gets a lot of scenes. Yeah, he does get a lot of scenes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's he come back from his reconnaissance mission. He's like, hey, Paradise City, it's, it's ready, man. Yeah, he's reporting to Shin. And Shin's like, why are you bringing this shit to me? I'm working on my art. He's got his, like, draftsman's table up. He's got the slide rule. He's doing all this shit. I love this in the way where I hate it so fucking much. The way they've done Shin in this movie is infuriating. But, yes, he is going full Costanza. He's drawing up all the blueprints. Julia, are you impressed by my skills here? I'm doing it. I'm architecting. And then, yeah, he's got his fucking stooges coming up to him. And, of course, he doesn't want to be a part of that. He's not a fucking destroyer. He's a builder. He doesn't get his hands dirty. Exactly. He's a builder. And he's like, why are you coming to me? Set the dynamite. Blow it up. I'm ready to build. You're taking too much fucking time. Too much time on my hands. And he's like, Julia, I'm building the future in your name. She's like, eh. And just walks away from him. He can't stand she, he's, it. He's in the fog because she's controlling him. He's a little bit uh, in the fog, but it's not the fog I wanted from the anime. Good. He's trying to impress the fuck out of her, but no, he's not. He's got her in his clutches, and he's not going full Uther here. Okay. So he's got to be in a. He's got to be in the other fog we were talking about. He's, yeah, he's he, in Jeff fog. Yeah, exactly. He's in the full on Jeff fog. He's trying yeah. to get her hook, line, and sinker. He's not just yeah. trying to fuck her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she's playing him like a violin. Yeah. And uh, so now we go back to Paradise City. We see they're, they they know that they're coming back. So they're like, we got to prepare. So Bat is doing his best to teach everybody some katas. Right. Uh, Asher is explaining that. And he's like falling. He's like a comic relief character. He's falling over and shit. A guy you know? punches, kicks him in the face. Yeah. He's like, let's work on punches instead. Right. Very funny. Um, <laughs> uh, did you notice like, and some of these people have been in other things. Like the acting was horrible all across the entire movie. Garbage. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was yeah. like it was, whoever directed this does not know how to direct. We didn't get like our usual action movie experience where it's like you know people are really showing up and trying to get onto the next thing or wings housering the movie or anything. Right. We got none of that. This is very over the top, bad, bad way. Uh, we got Asher, of course, is one of like our leaders yeah. of Paradise Valley. Them peoples, yeah, uh, and he's explaining that you know. They're not looking to just defeat us. They're looking to enslave us. Like, we need to fight back because otherwise we're fucking slaves. And then he talks about a prophecy of a man, a fist of a man, a fist of a North Star man. Again, hate this. <laughs> and then a man who gets possessed by Ryukin. He's an Asian man, but he has blue eyes. So we yeah. know it's Ryukin. Yeah. I don't know. Is fucking Ryukin a force ghost now? What the fuck is going on it's with so this? It's so fucking annoying because, again, it's like, what the fuck is all this? And we're going to see Ryukin again possess somebody else. And right. it's like so annoying, and I hated it. And so he walks up to Lin, and he says, you have to turn Ken's heart. You have to convince him to become the fist of the North Star. And that's when we got to see what's going on with Ken. He's in some hovel somewhere. Like, it's like an abandoned carnival or some shit. I mean, when the world is ruined, when the world is shit, I guess what you do is just sleep. Because Ken... Well, you got a lot of time to do not. You don't have an iPad. So, unlike the... Unlike you don't have the, the Golden Globes Theater. Think... <laughs> that's a good point. He could really get you through the, that, the apocalypse. That, yeah, really. Uh, he's going... Like, in the anime, we know he just wanders around. They yeah. cut... They cut that out. We don't just see him wandering around. We see him when he's showing sleeping up around. to action. He's sleeping around. And this, he's just sleeping everywhere. Uh... 
no, it's like we always see him when like confrontations happening, and this we just see him sleeping. And he gets a warning from Ryokin. He's like, "I will talk to you in person." And that wakes him from his sleep, wakes up, and then suddenly it's like, wait, did he go back into the dream? Was he not <laughs> dreaming before? Because a ghoul, a ghost. A mummy. A, a mummy. fucking mummy comes up from the ground, possessed by Ryukin. Was it possessed by Ryukin? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. But it's he said, I will talk to you. Then now he's talking to him. Oh, that's right, because it's supposed to be his dad. And he goes... You are the fist. Like he's because he's like, you You must take the mantle. I'm no longer the fist. I'm a forest ghost now. Right. I can only possess. But why Why doesn't he possess fucking Ken? God damn it. I don't know. And I hate it. I hate this whole fucking thing where Ken's denying being the fist of Lenore. Ken is a badass. Stop making him weak. Back in town, downtown Charlie Brown is demanding people get ready for this fight. Neville's like, no, we can appease him. He's like, more like he's like much like that. His name's Neville because he's like Neville Chamberlain, the British PM, who said we could appease uh, Hitler. There we go. We've got the only real water left. They have to barter with us. Barter, barter. We can negotiate. All right, now Ken has finally accepted the mantle of the fist. Fuck this. I don't want a training montage, Ken. We got, but we got to see uh, Gary Daniels do a split. Right. And right. he does a pretty damn impressive split. And then he does a move from the anime. We yeah. see Rao do it, but he grabs his a cinder block and just cr he crushes his armpit, crushes it. He makes it fart. Yeah, he does make yeah. it fart. <laughs> That's impressive. I can't do that. All right, and so as he's training five feet away from him in an abandoned carnival, <laughs> yeah, as you would, as you would, yeah, he just hears a ruckus and he walks over to find that Bat is being harassed by a couple yeah. of bullies. Bat is hiding in one of the rides. Yes, and he's like, "What are you doing there? Are you are you having a laugh? Are you having a laugh? You taking the piss out of that guy?" Lynn, uh, she was one of her ear piercing screams. She's looking well, for. All she did was tell uh, uh, Bat to come find him, oh, is okay. what we're getting at here. Oh, he's, he, Cause he, he's her bitch. Right, exactly. Right. What we're trying to explain there is why is uh, Bat even here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's batshit crazy. That's right. And he's like, Paradise City needs your help, Ken. And Ken's like, I don't think so. Yeah. So we just beat up these two goons. He's learning about this from Bad, who he's helped out of the little fucking carnival carriage thing. Mm. And after he hears that they want him to come help, he's just like, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm going to go. I got hobbles to sleep in. Yeah. Got hobbles to sleep in. And he's looking to walk away. And then he looks down and he sees Julia's face pinned up on this guy's denim jacket. Yeah. I mean, say we will about Shin. He knows the importance of branding. That's right. And it's like it looks like something uh, Patrick Nagel would paint, and it's really classy. Yeah. And it fucking infuriates Ken. Picks up the guy and just starts. Ken, this is supposed to be an amine, where he's exploding skulls. And no, he's just punching this guy repeatedly in the face. There's no, I mean, it's gratuitous, but it's not like blood fl flopping and spraying everywhere. So I didn't like this. And then again, it's building into the whole thing where Lynn is not like. Or Julia is not some love that he's just trying to fuck. It's like it's um, Shin's muse. Like he needs She's her. Everybody's muse. Yeah, she exactly. She is fucking deity, yeah. and he needs her to inspire him to build She's the goddess city. of the fog. God, 
Wow. Oh, Murray. Yeah. It's beautiful. I'm glad all well, my you know, rambling. Uh, maybe that's why she's... No, I'm not going to say it. Okay. We get kicked off YouTube. That's a good point. So Ken still starts walking the earth and Bat follows him. He's like, I'm going to change this guy's mind. And then he just... He, he doesn't have... He doesn't walk as much as Ken does. He doesn't do his Fitbit as, as diligently as Ken does. Ken we, does. we learned it from one of the real Ken uh, voiceovers, too. No one can survive these wastelands, so it makes sense. So he, he passes, passes out, out and he's, he gets covered in dust, and right. Ken f- goes back. He he smirks and you know finds Bat just passed out there, rustles his hair. He's like, you pretty little boy. I'll help you. I'll help you out. All right, Jackal is getting ready. He's doing a promo for his bandits. He's it, was t- aw- it was an awful promo. It was not good. That's why we're not going to remember it no, at all. It was Kenny O level. Uh, we get Shin working. He did on- the citations. Yes. Oh yeah. Thank you. I do. Bless you. And good night. And a bang. And but it works on these guys because I guess they haven't seen a promo in a while. Yeah, exactly. They're, it's all about the power, not about the words. So we get a five. Our montage of rape and ruin. Yeah, it's just them going to Paradise City and just setting people on fire. You notice Stone slash Mike from Breaking Bad. He's constantly vaping. I don't know what that is his character trait. Yeah, really. I didn't get this at all. Again, this is a character they added. He's got this little bubbler fucking <laughs> uh thing where it's got some kind of drug in it. He's going Frank Booth, and he's like, <laughs> except it, you know, it's got a little nozzle for his mouth, and he's. Yeah. Huffing on it, the con- well, not huffing, whatever, but yeah. The- well, maybe because he's conflicted, because we learn he's not as violent as the rest he, of the goons. He needs it to do the ultra violence. Yeah, it's Maloko plus. Oh, and then we get the montages of the city preparing their defenses, which obviously get ruined here. Not only is it a long scene, they put it in slow motion to make it even seem even longer. And then you even get scenes of Shin working again on his blueprints. <laughs> At one point, he cuts his finger open and drops blood, <laughs> and the blood is on fire. Yeah, there's no explanation at all. He has fire blood. Again, that's the word. That's, what kind of STD is he have? This blood. It's is a on weird fire. anime thing that I'm fine with if everything else doesn't suck about this movie. <laughs> All right, so yeah, it's just an hour of that. We see that ear piercing, eardrum piercing scream of Lynn. Can hear it because anyone can hear a little girl when she's screaming within a ten mile distance. Right. And again, this is what happens in the anime too. Ken can hear uh, Lynn scream from miles away, and that's kind of his. That's his Godzilla rate, you know, like fucking uh, beeper system. So are you saying Bat is Kenzuki? Yeah. Okay. That is exactly what I'm saying. All right. So he heads back. Kenzuki. All right. So uh, Jackal's taking over Paradise City. He's got the three leaders, Asher, Charlie, and Neville on their knees. Neville feels very comfortable on his knees because he's ready to suck some dick as long as he gets to live. Right. And... Think about this though. You saw in the anime when Ray's sister, when yeah. uh, when Ray rescues his sister, she yeah. gets on her knees and starts patting his cock. Well, it was yeah, full blown Stockholm syndrome. Exactly. Yeah. And so they kind of did this with Neville. Yeah, but at least she had like probably years of abuse. Neville had no minutes. Minutes. Yeah. He's just ready. He just, he just wants to suck a dick. I just mean that the imagery they yeah. used it. They just. Yeah, kinda, I don't think they're even thinking that. But no, I'm glad you picked up on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he's ready to suck, and that, I mean, at least, like, like, Jackal at least has some integrity. He's like, at least Charlie and Ash are putting up a fight. Exactly. You got my pants around my ankles already. Right. Sorry, buddy. Shoots him in the head. Just shoots him in the head, and he's getting ready to torture the other ones. So when you get what you want, 
you got to fence it off so no one else can have it. So the well has like brazier wire around it now. Some old lady, she's like, I'm thirsty. I have to. T- you can't swallow these fucking pills without water. This is where we get to see Stalin at his worst. He's fucking beating Clint Howard, by the way, yeah. beating people with his pistol and shit. There's a lot of familiar faces in this movie to get five seconds of screen time. Like, why do they even bother? Yeah. Like, I mean,. I, I don't know why that is. Why are you wasting a talent like Clint Howard? Throw him a bag of Lay's potato chip and just let him go. <laughs> Clint Howard should have been Jackal. I'm saying it right here. Yeah, better than Chris Penn? Yeah. I agree. 100%. Because he wouldn't need to have the prosthetics. His head's already bulbous and <laughs> throbbing. I mean, I get But they could have given him the anime bandage effects. Yeah. And so Lynn is like, don't you pick on that old lady. And they, they slap her around. Yeah, it's getting nasty and everything. That's when Jackal comes out, and he respects how, uh, again, we saw it in the last scene. Jackal is impressed when people actually put up a fight. So he's like, I can't have this little girl resisting us. We got to really put the spurs to this whole town and make them understand. That, did you learn that phrase? Did, like, did I say that a lot? <laughs> you said it a couple times. Oh, yeah, okay. Put the spurs to it. So they really want to demonstrate for this town that they yeah, are the ruling that's how, Yeah, that's what you do. You, you So they bring out their old traveling guillotine. It's, it's, and did you notice she's so small? Like her head, like could just she could just pull it out anytime she wanted yeah, to. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was going to scalp her, if anything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they go full Taliban here, and they're going to fucking maim a child in broad daylight for everybody to see. Right. And she and just as they're about to let loose, Kenshiro will make you pay. And that here's that name Kenshiro. He knows we we don't know it, if you're watching this movie the first time. We don't know there's a past between Jackal and Kenshiro, but there yeah. is. So he stops the blade just in time. And he's like Stalin, send a message to Shin. Seven wounds. And then we cut over to Shin. He's just, again working at his fucking. He's still bleeding all over the place. It's starting fires everywhere. He's looking over at Julia, who's just giving him those fucking evil glares. You know the cold stares that women silent do. treatment. Silent treatment. And, and he finally. Oh, he's like, yeah, he's had enough. Yeah. It's like you, bitch, you ungrateful bitch. I look at all this work I'm doing for you. I'm doing so much work, I have to burn it with my finger blood. Yes. This is so many blueprints. You're into the big ideas. I'm the one who contextualizes them. I'm the one putting the spurs to the moment. (laughs) I'm the one actually putting the concrete down. I build the foundation. All you are is ideas. Respect me, woman. So she runs off along to her little room full of treasures. She opens a pirate chest, goes through it, Pulls out of set. I, I thought it was fucking Ken's pubes because she's sniffing this like bag. Of- yeah, it's a Crown Royal satchel, and she's just fucking <laughs> it's huffing full hard. Full of pubes. It's like it's her own potpourri. Exactly. It's Kenpourri. That's my favorite Guns N' Roses album, My Own Potpourri. Oh, I didn't. I missed that. It's one. one of their EPs. Was that the one they had worked on for twenty years? Uh, no, that's Chinese Democracy. Oh, and uh, she she we have a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is where we see how... Now we're finally going to understand what the point of this fucking movie is. What the point of this movie is. And it's infuriating, again, because everything I know about Ken is he is very confident he's the Fist of the North Star. Instead, in this movie, in this live-action world, what we learn is that Julia has to convince him... You're the fist of the North Star. Well, at this point, Ryokin is the fist of the North Star, so he is technically right. That is true. In this movie. And he's like, 
that's very nice of you to say. Here's a here's a little crown royal bag of seeds. He's the future. You're the future. You're the future. And now. do that little crown royal bag. I put a little of my pubes in there too. Let's freshen it up. All right. So she's like, Ken, you need to protect yourself. Shin is out to get you. So this is where they roll up, Shin and the gang. Yeah, and just like in the anime, they're just suddenly there. They're in the middle of nowhere, and these people are suddenly on them, <laughs> yeah. which, whatever, it's fine. And first Jackal wants to take a crack at her boy, uh, Ken. And, and again, this is straight out of the anime. He gets jabbed out. He just does the, I can't do the, the atas. Um. Yeah. And now we know why he wears that fucking fucking gimp mask right. to hold his brain in because his head starts like throbbing like it's going to explode. This is one of the things that's bummed me out, though, is because Jackal just disappears after he gets the Atas. How many people you think in real life have tried? They think it's real. Like 100%. Could, and, too many. Yeah. It's too many. Right. It's 100% too many. They're like, I got I to gotta get the pressure points right. I'm off. I'm off by one point. Right. There's yeah. definitely people who really believe that this pressure point system of Pissadar <laughs> Star is a real thing, and they hit people in the neck and think they're you bullies. You know how amazing that would be if there was like an MMA fight and some guy did that and it happened? I want that so bad. Yeah, that would be if great. he like painted Pissadar Star <laughs> shit on his chest, you know, and he went out and did that, greatest meme of all time, especially in UFC where you'll probably get your ass handed to you. Yeah. So I like I like the sound of that. But I hated this because instead... What we see in the anime is he gets Jackal gets hit with the Atas. Yeah. He doesn't even get a fucking kick in. Like, well, maybe, he's Chris Ben. He's a fucking overweight schlub. I mean, he is. No, I mean in the anime, uh, he doesn't oh. get a kick in. In this, he fucking they're going toe to toe for a second before Ken Are takes they? over. Yes, well, there's too much. That's probably what killed uh, Chris Ben in real life. Probably thirty yeah, seconds of even fighting is too much for me. Well, no. especially with yeah, fat guy. Yeah, exactly. Ken is, or uh, uh, Jackal is a complete mess. Chris Penn, after all. <laughs> and so, finally, gets the Atas on him. And you see, like, they do some cool practical effects of his brain swelling. And then he just disappears. So you assume he died. Mm. We're not supposed to know, later, you know, that Jackal is the guy with the fucking face mask and the guy right here. They're thinking we won't notice that. We're, not, th we're not supposed to know that? We're not supposed to know that. Oh, it's kind of obvious. Yeah, it is. And it's fucking annoying because as shit. Yeah, his mask doesn't really cover his face. And so what you see in the anime is that he gets hit with the Atas, yeah. and you see him trying to stop it by doing the pressure points on himself and pushing his brain back in and then finally bandaging himself and, you know. Yeah, he looks like the uh, ticket guy from uh, Demons. Yes, tickets for tickets. And so now Shin is like, now it's time for us. He, he, he wanted a Jackal to soften up Ken for him because he's at this point, he doesn't have the power of Ken. Right. And he's like, now it's our time to fight. And, and then Ken reminds him, like, North Star and Southern Cross must never fight. We oh. don't even know why. This must be just hype, like a rhetorical, a hypothetical question. Backwards, because, Shin tells him that. Okay. Because Shin is pulling full oh, heel at this yeah, point. That's it. I, yeah, I remember because that's his move. He yeah. always disarms you. No pun intended. By saying that, so yeah. you're like, okay, I guess we can't fight. And then he pulls out a gun and shoots you. Right, because he's using uh, Ryukin's own words of, you can't even fight me because North and South can't fight. But here we go, because he knows this will disarm Ken. And we learned that it's all bullshit because they can fight and they do fight and nothing happens. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they, just, they do the jump kick fucking leg crossing thing and then they... Yeah. 
They finally get into the real fight. Uh, of course, Ken gets bested here, and this is out of the anime. Yeah, gets Ken his, does get bested here. Gets his nuts stomped. Yep. Then, <laughs> then the goons grab him, hold him up. Time for the finger banging. Yep. And he does. He he does a couple. He's like one. He's like, "Tell me you love me, Julia." Julia's. I mean, Ken is in agony, and all she's got to say is, "Yeah, I love you," and it ends. No. Well, we, what we're supposed to get here as we get in the anime is Ken inspiring Julia, don't say anything. Don't admit to a lie like that. What we get in this is Ken just not saying anything. Being brutally tortured while Julia, in a way, is probably liking it. She's going full Vanessa, this generic character from Violent City, by the way. Thank you. She's just like, I got both these men in the fog. And she's That's loving it. every That's minute it. of it. And so she's like, I bet you don't have the guts to stick your finger in near his heart. Oh, don't I? And then, ah, and he's like, scream blood spraying everywhere. And then after three times, she's like, all right, all right. I kind of think you're cool. She 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 actually writes out a note, and then yeah. she hands it to Jackal, goes, give it to him, opens it up. Do, do I like you? Yes, no. And there's an X on the yes. Oh, that's all he needed. And then he just goes full four-finger bang. Four-finger death bang. Right into his stomach and his last. <laughs> Who's in the fog now, Julia? I'll let you know that in the anime, what happens here is Ken is just telling her, please don't say it. Please don't say it. You don't need to say it. Julia finally say, you know, start, whimpers out, I love you. And... Uh, Shin is like, yeah, that's not loud enough. One more finger into Ken's chest. And she's like, I love you. Still not loud enough. And he fucking does the four finger. And he's like, oh, wow, I think I actually heard you in the rest of the world. You really do love me. He's so in the fog. He thinks he's got her, like, wrapped in around his finger because yeah. he's, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Ken is uh, seriously fucked up. And uh, Shin, he's bloody fingers, rubs one on uh, the face of Julia to let her know. I didn't notice this until the second time through. He does the Southern Cross on her face. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's his imagery, everybody. So like every bad guy, you just so he's dead. Let's leave him. Right. He, he goes up and just tells Ken because he needs more inspiration. Right. Oh, yeah, I killed your dad, too. Bye, toodles. All right, so that's 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 it. That's the motivation. That's our hero's motivation. Back in the present time. We got Shin. We're still, or not Shin, but we got Julia. She's Sniffing still, that, huffing that bag of pubes and seeds. Get those fucking pubes out of your hands. Get slapped out of her hands. And these are fucking, like, dried out blueberries. They're huge, <laughs> these seeds. And they scatter. Who is stupid about the anime they're, they're flower seeds. You can't fucking eat flowers. So who the fuck gives a shit about fucking flowers? I mean, the flower. Well, it's true that flowers can't really do anything without being, uh, what's it called? Pollinated. Pollinated. So it's like they couldn't make food unless they're cross-pollinating it somehow. You can't make food, period. They're flowers. Unless it's flower, flower. Everything flowers. Uh, no, no, but these are, no, these are fucking like flower flowers, like daisies. These okay. are fucking plants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and getting back to this, okay, so like you said, the dried blueberries, one goes into a crack. Just happens to sit on a crack, and we zoom in on it so we know it's going to play like, a part. like, kill me, Shin. I'm over it. I'm no, tired of this shit. I'm sorry. You cannot do that. Because, of course, a big trope of all of Fist of the North Star is you're already dead. And so Shin gets real nasty with her, turns around, 
has his hand up like he's got a backhander. And Julia says, go ahead, kill me. I'm already dead. They're fucking mocking the trope. Great callback. I hate it. I paused and I vomited. Fuck you, whoever did this movie. That was dumb. All right. So Ken is back in Paradise City. I thought New York. I didn't know what was going on for the rest of the movie. I didn't know where anybody was. Is it Paradise City he's at? Paradise City? Yeah, probably. Bad sneaks him in through the sewer. There's always a sewer. This isn't a city. It's a shanty town. Yet it has a sewer system. Yeah. What the fuck? We see inside the city that Lynn has been caged up, and she's just singing to we herself. We got all the young girls in cages. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is what the Republicans have been telling us is going on. Mm, pizza. Popolis. Also, pizza. Uh, ping pong pizza ping comment. Pong pizza. Yeah. We just got knocked off YouTube again. Yep. <laughs> so the goons, of course, are la- like they all gather in to laugh at Lynn. <laughs> Could she sing a little song? Get a giant fat black dude. We oh, get yeah. The goons, we get Stalin and then and, 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 and Stone. Yep. Jackal's the only one not here. Uh, and uh, everyone's laughing at her, mocking her, kicking her cage, throwing booze on her. And that's when you get Stone, who walks up. And we saw a little motion out of him earlier. Not so stone hearted after all. He's not stone hearted. Yeah. Is he? She's kind of cool, guys. She's singing a really beautiful song. Let's listen to it. What is that? Paradise City where the grass is green. And he's like, I like that song. It guys, reminds me of the- I got to tell you, I have an appetite for destruction. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> she, uh, Jackal, Jackal finally comes in. Puts an end to it. Is like, Stone, what the fuck, man? What are you smoking these days? No, not acceptable. In fact, terrible. I'm going to go ahead and interrogate this girl because she knows where Kenshiro is. Well, I'm not going to interrogate her. I have someone special that I'm going to have interrogate her. And then we hear... My boy Goliath. It's time. It's Goliath time. Yep. WCW, WWE wrestler Big Van Vader who made a career out of wearing Jackal's mask. Yep. Very ironic that he's not wearing the mask. And he's like... I guess he's supposed to be the big fat guy that Ken couldn't, like, his fists were bouncing off his blubber. Yeah, there is a moment. I like that, where he was like, and he was, like, vibrating this big fat belly. Yeah. It's the percussion waves. That's what got him. He yeah. uh, unset the heart rhythm with his uh, fat rhythms. So Ken and Bat, they finally got into town through the sewer system. They find a girl. We think it's Lynn. No, it's just another girl. Who cares? She's she's not Lynn. Horribly tortured and everything. But she's not Lynn, so who cares? Exactly. Ken couldn't care less. He's just like, ah, fuck it. Where's Lynn? She happens to know. So Ken tells Bat, you stay back here. I'm going to go get Lynn. Because he can hear those piercing screams. Right. Well, at this point, she's still just singing, but now she's kind of like shuddering and singing. And so he finds uh, her in the room in the cage. Just she, like that. He yeah. just finds her, frees her, tells her to go away. And as she runs off, Goliath walks in. So Goliath is a very big man. He's like six, six, let's say, 400 pounds. Gorilla presses, and he really gorilla presses, unlike uh, the moon, Blood Moon Killer in oh, the beginning yeah. of Blood Moon. He actually really gorilla presses Carrie Daniels. Hurls him through a window out into the open because he wants to beat him up in public. To Towns, really shame him. Yep, Town Square. Everyone needs to see this and everything. And it's pretty good imagery. I like that. Jackal uh, finds Lynn and Bat. He starts fighting them. Well, Bat starts to fight. He's like, I'm not going to let you take her. Right. And then... Oh, 
what was that weapon that Jackal had? It was like a telescoping kind of spear or something? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I thought he had a knife in this scene. He had the spear thing? I think he had the spear. Oh. Maybe no, you're right. He had a knife. It was a knife because Jackal says, oh, you brought a knife. And whenever we see a guy holding a knife and two guys struggling together, somebody's got to fall on it. Unfortunately, it was bad. Mm-hmm. Bet's goose is cooked. So now we know Jackal's at large. He's probably got uh, Lynn captured again. But right. Ken, he's got his own trouble. And he's getting handled by Goliath. But then he gets thrown away. He gets a second. He dusts himself off. He harnesses his chi, goes full Jean-Claude Van Damme, and closes his eyes, has a flashback, and he goes into his katas. And for five minutes, Goliath just lets him go through his kata. And this is where we would see in the anime a glow start happening around yeah, Kenshiro. We didn't have the budget for that. No budget no for... No speed lines at all. Yeah, no speed lines, no no glow for Kenshiro. We would get like that menacing like shadowing over his face and none of that. Just awful hair and awful katas. And then he decides it's my turn to take over this fight. And that's what he does. And he easily handles Goliath. Yeah. few punches, kills him. Much like King David. Yep. Bunch of people start jumping on him. He's handling all of them. And he's clearly... Stone just like, here, take my weapons. He doesn't even want to fight. Yeah, Stone realizes what's happening, takes off his utility belt, and offers it up. And then he's like, you want a toke? And he's offering his little fucking magic But is pipe. he really doing this? He's setting him up. I thought... I was like, no, this guy, we don't know that he's full baby face yet. Uh, so he's probably trying to swerve him. Because while that's going on, we see the it, scene through a scope of a gun. It's the perfect extraction. So clearly right. he's fucking with Ken. Jackal's got his sniper rifle with 12 scopes on it. It's all the future, after all. Everything we've learned about... It's 1990X. The fifths of the North Star world is that guns work. Yeah. Everything we've learned. And so he's lining up Ken in his crosshairs. About to shoot him when, thankfully, bat, he's alive. And he knocks him out of the way. Yep. And somehow Ken hears this. I don't know if he does anything to Stone, but he just rushes over he to Jack. Yeah, he just leaves Stone alone. Rushes over to the little cabin that Jackal's in, pushes him over. A bunch of the resistance people, grab, you know, the Paradise Valley citizens grab Jackal. So Jackal's being held. And we have Bat dying there. So right. Ken's got to deal with Bat first. Right. And Bat says, I don't know. I don't even remember what he says. He oh, no. He just sends him off, and he's like, you saved the town. Because Bat, of course. Did he, did he at least have the decency to waterfall him? He waterfalled him. And okay. he kissed him on the forehead, too. Okay. It's very sweet. Go listen to our uh, face-off episode of face Waterfall off. is. Or whenever we get around to doing our... Uh, Golden Globus Theater mythology episode. Yeah. That'll clear up. If you're a new listener, it'll clear up a lot. Oh, but my God. Maybe if we get some time. Maybe. So, yeah, and then he's, like, ready to kill Jackal, and he hears the spirit, the, the force ghost voice of his father, Ryukin. No, don't It takes do over that. fucking Julia. Oh, it does. Yeah, because she no, sits up. Wait, no, Lynn. Isn't or Lynn, yeah. excuse me. I keep getting their names confused. Yeah, she's, like, yeah, she's, like, in, like, the lotus position. Yeah. Like floating. Yeah. And everybody yeah. in the room is seeing this. Like, you see this? What the fuck's going on here? Yeah. It's totally fucked up. Do not stoop to his level. All of a sudden, don't stoop to his level. I've just murdered like 500 people. Another thing that infuriates me about this movie, this fucking thing. All Ken does is go around murdering people and suddenly- In the most brutal way possible. Yes. Yeah, you, you can't do that. You can't do that. 
I think that. it's just because he's like, obviously, Ryokin is full of himself. He's like, I'm more important. You need to get the guy who killed me. <coughs> so he's like, don't waste your time on Jackal. That could get be, uh, Shin. Yeah, I fucking hated it, though. So anyways. We're well, we also, you know why we need him to live? Because we need Jackal to send the warning that right. Ken is coming. This so is Shin true. can put on his best JCVD wear, which exactly. we'll see later. Exactly. So, of course, Jekyll sent off. Uh, we have Bat dying and all that. Bat does die, actually. Um, we and- cut back to New York City. Jekyll gets back. Yep. And Shin is like, go full Freddy Krueger on Julia. Put her in the boiler room. Right. Jackal lives, gives the warning, goes full Freddy Krueger in the boiler room. So Jackal, he's getting real creepy. He's shadow boxing. He's excited for the final countdown. Right. He's insisting to Julia, oh, yeah, you think you think Shin's a man? No, I'm a man. He's a bitch. He's a wimp. I could easily take him. He's gone soft since he got into architecturing. Architecturing? Architecturing. I could beat Ken and Shin both with my hand tied behind my back. You want to think see- about that? Yeah, really. And she's like, wait, wait a minute. I hear something. And she puts her head down to the ground. It's like, there's somebody underneath this. Really? You oh think it's God. Shin? And then he puts his head down. It's the old fake out. And she knocks over a shelf. Yeah, pulls a shelf down on him. Completely uh, immobilizes him for a few seconds. She manages to escape and runs off. And then we cut back over to Ken. Who's, of course, this is very 200 anime. miles, you said? This is, yes, 200 miles is okay. very anime, though. Fuck it. This anime. is like, I was like confused. I'm like, wait, wait, did the whole scene take place in New York? Where the fuck are we? You also got to remember, there was a scene where Ken Shearer was on a motorcycle looking over oh, the town. Oh, you're right. So he probably motorcycled most of the way and then 200 walked. 200 miles, through. yeah, there's got to be a gas station in between to fill up. Uh, don't worry about that. Okay. It's a motorcycle. This engine doesn't use as much gas. It runs on pee. Runs on piss. Love and piss. Uh, so he's walking up, and we're seeing the outskirts of where, uh, what's his name? Shin's like main, you know. It's the Empire State Building. Fortresses and everything. Yeah, the Empire State Building. King Kong's. The There's top. propaganda posters with Julia's face everywhere because he's using her it's a, yeah. to inspire everybody to it's make. A, it's him- his hope right underneath it. Right. He got it, that, the, that guy, Fairy Guy. Shepherd Fairy. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. He's still alive in the apocalypse. Exactly. So yeah. they're using that. Banksy dead, though. They're That's use- crazy. Yeah, Banksy's very dead. Yeah. They're using the propaganda oh. to you know, try to convince these people that actually, no, Shin's the good guy. Shin is trying to make the world a better place. So he enters the lobby of the Empire State Building, and this is where you you, you get your fucking jobber matches no, you on it. It's boring. It's bad. It's not good. Blood. <laughs> Like we talked about in the anime where Ray walks into that town when he's looking for the man of seven wounds. And he's just doing like the fucking gestures. We needed that. Maybe some trailing effects and shit. And then we needed blood spraying. What we get is what we get in every dry bar scene, action fighting, where people are just running at him. He's punching them, and they fall over. Yeah, we got even. We got some stick fighting too in here. Yeah, so. and we got stick. <laughs> Did you ever see fucking Kenshiro pick up a <laughs> stick or anything? Well, I mean, uh, Gary Daniels has to show off some of his skills. Get, you know, this is thing. this is why I hated it though, because Gary Daniel 
everybody, the director should have said, no, that's not fucking Fist of the North Star. But no, you're right. They, they are like, you, who are you going to believe? A guy that named his son Kinshiro? You think he doesn't know about Fist of the North Star? Yeah, probably Star? like five years after this movie came out and bombed. <laughs> he was like, yeah, Kinshiro is really cool. This movie straight to DVD. There's no way this movie came VHS, out. VHS, you mean. Okay. 95. All right. You're right. He, maybe it was the first DVD. <laughs> maybe you're yeah. right about that. No, I, I thought porn was probably the first thing on you're DVD. You're probably right about that. Too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have terrible... Him versus 30 people. It's the Matrix elevator scene. You know, he's funny. It was, yeah, it was. Well, I was going to say, Matrix was very fist in the North Star because it came first, but yeah. Yeah. And Are you saying this scene, just the scene, not the movie, inspired the entire Matrix trilogy? <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> Down to the bad aliens, uh, you know, poor storytelling, uh, bad villain making. Yes. All right. So, uh, we look, we're cutting back and forth. You don't need to know what's going on with Jackal and Julia because he's just chasing it her. It fucking sucks. It's padding because this movie was already short enough. Well, we got to see what he's fighting for, Griff. Right. They needed to stretch it out. They needed to give, like, Julia some kind of fucking bad, you know, distress. And then we have Ken walking into the throne room, and there he finally confronts Shin. Yeah. Does he even finger up some of that jelly uh, uh, fucking... No. He doesn't even offer it. Doesn't even offer it. Ken immediately takes his jacket off. <laughs> Show off from the JCVD collection. Yep. Oh, yeah. no, you're thinking of Shin. I was yeah. talking about Ken. Oh, yeah. They both do. But, but, yeah, but I mean, Gary Daniels, look, he's got mint. He looked great with that pack gel. His, his packs were popping. Gra- Gar- Gary Daniels looks good. Like, right. he could have worked. Obviously, fucking cut down on that giant mullet because that's not <laughs> Ken's look at all. Give him some sunny eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so great. And then give him prosthetic eyebrows. Gigantic, or not even that. They just did like with a, like they do with a clown, just like some dark black makeup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god. You know what? If good. he did something where yeah. he's coming out of the fire and he had soot <laughs> over his eyes and it just made it look like that, but just for, yeah. But yeah, you're right. So the two are sizing each other up. Ken takes his jacket off and they're about to bro down. So of course, Shin has to remove. Yeah, his M Bison jacket. Yeah, and again. Shin in the fucking mo- in the anime is so fucking good. I loved his style. His purple jumps. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And big yeah. white boots and everything. So yeah. anime. And then we cut over to you he know like this, this movie. Guitar player from Cinderella. <laughs> yes. And hair metal Sean was loving this. Yeah. And so yeah, he takes it off. And I was, I was like, <laughs> "What am I seeing?" I know I've seen this look before, okay. but I couldn't put it into words. Yeah. And then when I saw Griff's notes, I'm like, "I had Eureka!" Yes, he is wearing this. It's not this. It's it's the same cut. It's, it's style. Not the same, it's same. Yeah. It's same idea, different style. It's Jean Claude Van Damme's weird Euro trash shirt from Kickboxer in the bar scene. Yeah, where he dances. Everyone knows that gift. So it's like. I want to say it's like ill-fitting corset cut right below the tits. Yes, you can see a lot of man cleavage. Going yeah, his on. his his uh, uh pecs are popping over it. Yeah, and then he has two it's... thick straps <laughs> going yes. over. So again, and it looks like it's made out of rubber. Oh. It's not leather. It's like rubber. <laughs> it's like some weird, bizarre JCVD S&M outfit. It's so bad. And then he has matching pants. And it's a really unflattering brown. And it just took me out of it. It was almost like flesh colored. It really was disturbing. It was, it was disturbing. <laughs> 
So, oh my god, where are you at in the notes? We got Jackal and Julia downstairs still fucking they fighting each other. They just start fighting. Uh, Jackal gets Julia pinned down, and it's like, oh no, what's going to happen to Jackal? Or Julia? Jackal. Well, you know, we learned this is Shin's move. He always disarms you before he throws a punch. So he has, he's like, yeah, did I ever tell you, Julia, my my best fuck toy I've ever had? I mean, I, she taught me so much. Yep. I'm going to miss her because... I killed her. Yeah. She let me into the holiest of holies. And that, of course, is going to upset Ken as well. And Ken loses his composure because that's what heels do. They get into your fucking mind. So Ken is getting his ass handled. And so to revert it back to the anime, this is like a throwaway scene in the anime where um, Shin gets the best of Ken. And this is also when we have all the goons surrounding him. This is also when he gets the seven-star scar. But instead, they use it as the final fight in this movie. Okay. So they're fighting back and forth with Shin's handling him. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Like, after he says the fucking thing Claps about his hands. Him. That makes the glow happen. So his hand is glowing. We know yeah. what that means. He's going to do the finger bang. Yeah. And he forces it into Ken's chest. Ken falls to his knees. This is from the anime. His elbows spray blood. Again, from the like 30-minute mark of the anime, this is where this scene happens. Knees don't spray blood. Knees usually don't. They do in the anime. Yes, they do. Not in this one. It's just They didn't have the budget. So just yeah. his, his wounds and his elbows spray blood. Yeah, they start spraying blood all over the place. Ken is surely done. He's slumping over. He's and he just, sees that inspiration. Yep. It's just like a little Hulk, Hulk maniac in the crowd. And he's like, fuck, I am inspiring. Because that blueberry dried up seed in that crack where, where there's no sunlight, it's been maybe a day, and it's grown he eight saw, inches. We saw a little mold grow on it. That inspired him. Yeah. We can eat mold. Fucking Christ. It's been, it's been maybe eight hours since that thing hit the crack, and it's already eight inches uh, long and growing a flower. But not that kind of flower, Murray. Uh, it was, it, it, let's just say it was a pot leaf. That's what's going to save the world. That, yep, weed. Much like our our world will be saved by if people just smoke more weed. Yeah. I mean, Gary Daniels should have been played by Ron Van Dam, and that would have been very inspiring. If you saw a pot leaf like that, bro, there's something to live for. So he hulks up. That makes the glow. He's losing the glow. Can takes over and he is just fucking up shin yep back to jackal he's got julia pinned down he's fucking up julia we're going back and forth fuck ups yep and he's like you're dead bitch i'm gonna kill you she notices his little mass his vader mass has come undone the chin strap has come undone that's right all right we're in a furnace room that's jank clock gears in it for for reasons reasons and we and he and thankfully Jackal explained to us how they operate. There's just a big lever in the middle of the room. You pull back and forth to make these gears turn. So he, she grabs his little flap, puts it in the gear, pulls it. It rips the fucking mask off. And, you know, that's the only thing. That's this little leather mask with anything holding his head together. Yep. So it rips it off. We see his head explodes like the juiciest peach you've ever seen. In fact, mm. that's what they use. You just yeah, they close, super close up of a peach exploding. Love it. No, I, that was good camera work there. I do uh, appreciate yeah. that. 
So we go back upstairs where Ken is delivering his speechless tippy-taps. Just the wind blowing in the breeze. It's fucking bullshit. Is you saying his tippy-taps weren't even good? No, again, his tippy-taps are fine. They just don't juice it at all. They don't add any sound effect to it. It's literally... It's not good. So you're saying if you had a better Foley operator in this movie, it would have been improved? Yeah. This movie for me is... Would have been watchable if you had better Foley work. It's still not a good overall movie, but still they would have hit better on the scenes that they should have. Okay. This movie the is The importance a of Foley work. Baby. This movie is a two for me. I don't want to watch it. How again. about on the Swedeson scale? Zero. Yeah, that's true. There was no fuckable. Yeah, music. where is the fuckable? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's like uh, Julia's not even in anything romantic. Yeah. There's no romantic. Even in the anime, Julia got naked for a second. Right. Those tiny little penny-sized She nipples. was the palest type person you could barely even see her Nobody nipples. has genitals in anime either. They do that to kind of get away from the you But know, you can't ratings. show it. You can't even show it in their porn. That's what's so oh, weird yeah, that's about right. Japan. Yeah, that's right. They what do you got? Well. What's the deal with genitals? We all have them, Japan. Why would, <laughs> why would you even bother watching Japanese porn? It's like, why am I watching this? It's like, <laughs> I, it's like you can, I like, I'd rather watch the scene from Highlander. Was it Highlander? They had the Swedes in school. <laughs> yes, it was Highlander. I'd rather watch that than watch pixelated porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's something we need to remember to remind people about if we ever do that a glossary episode. The Swedes can scale. Yeah, well, we're going to be te- putting that to the test next week. Yeah, okay. Oh, yes, we are. So, okay. All right, so Ken Finish is... Up. He has delivered the fucking uh, tippy-tap punches that are just fucking just lifeless and awful. And this is, again, where uh, Shin is trying to save himself. Southern Cross and Northern Star... We, we can't fight. Those are the teachings. And Ken, would you like to help me out here? You do the Gary Daniels voice. The teachings are true, but there is no Southern Cross. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so like, does he give him like a big kick, a roundhouse, something like that? He does do some roundhouses. That, okay, fuck you again. The tippy tap punches are supposed to be it. No. AEW full booking. He fucking does nine roundhouses. Then he pile drives him. Then he does a 450 splash off the top rope. And then he gets a chair out, lights it on fire, and smashes his face with it. Fuck you. Tippy tap punches is supposed to be the W. So Shin, he's got he's a he's a classic heel. He's got to rub it in still, even though he knows he's fucking dead. So he's yeah. like, look. I'll admit, Julia had nothing to do with this. She never loved me, but she's still dead. Yeah. And then, pow! Just a punch to the face. That was it. So you blew the budget on blowing up faces and everything in the first scene. On useless goons. Exactly. You needed a blown up face right here. Yeah. And like blood, you and like Kill Bill level blood to spraying out of the neck hole. You could have done a stylistic thing where it's black and white or anything to avoid like getting an X rated for this movie. Anything to ex- just was this what was violence. the rating on this movie? Was it PG thirteen? Think I that's why it was so tame. I didn't notice, mm. but it feels like a PG thirteen movie. Why would it be anything else? Because yeah. there's barely any super crazy violence in it, unlike the anime. And let's also point out again in the anime. Shin, totally in the fog. When he dies, he's like, hey, I'm sorry. I just thought if you were dead, she would be convinced to fuck me. Uh 
That was like his whole motivation was I just needed to get you away so she would be desperate enough to fuck me. Which is why Shin is not the main villain of Fist of the North Star. And I get why they took out that whole sub story because the anime goes on to explain more of that story. Whereas this needed to be done. But still, fucking Shin sucks in this. So Ken walks away from this fight. He's fucked up. His last bit of adrenaline is gone. He's hobbling out. Gets to the main, you know, foyer area, whatever, entrance, yeah. big staircase. Lobby, yeah. He's looking down at a hundred goons bearing down on him with big weapons and everything. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. When suddenly they all fall to their knees. And he's like, finally some respect around here. And he turns around and the goddess of fog standing there with her bag of pubes. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like... I run Barter Town now, motherfucker. Brother Ken, I knew you'd come. She's Auntie Entity. She's running Barter Town. That's right. And she's like, bow to me, you peasants. And that's it. Well, she waterfalls Ken. She does waterfall Ken. They hug, and that's it. Yeah. She's like, I think we should be friends. And then Ken gets friend zoned, and that's it. <sighs> Murray, I did not know. Last week when you said Fist of the North Star. I never said it was going to be good. In fact, I, I no, did no, no, not no. like it. You did not promise that. No, no. you absolutely did not. Yeah. I wasn't anticipating being so fucking angry. <laughs> I wasn't either. I I thought you'd have a little more fun with it, but you were raged. I was very hot about that because this movie fucks up so much. Yeah. It's very disappointing. There was some good, a lot of bad. Yeah. I felt like how people probably felt with comic book movies when they came out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Where they just completely yeah. railroaded everything. Lack of respect, yeah. Yeah. So that that's me. That's where I'm at. Well, I'm glad I could do that for you. Thank you. All right. Next week, our big Christmas episode, because we are a family-friendly show. And, hey, and I don't know why I do this, but I listen to the listeners sometimes, Griff. I gave them three options, Griff. Two 90-minute movies and one two-and-a-half-hour movie. So what movie do you think they picked, Griff? <laughs> the one to torture us. Yes, by a 55% margin. Whew. They chose, uh, but it's it's a fitting movie, Griff, because the, the lead character of this movie, his reign of terror began just four short years after Jesus' death. So it fits with the Christmas theme. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I alluded to earlier, we talked about we're going to see more Malcolm McDowell. You're going to see all of Malcolm McDowell because we are doing the X-rated cut of Caligula. Bob Guccione, penthouse perv, his vision. Uh, no Andy Sardera's, uh influence here? No. It's, this is... This is I'm interested to see what your sweets and scale. Mine's very low for this. This is some very unerotic fucking in this movie. I, I can't thought. imagine mine's going to be higher. It won't be. Okay. No fuckable music to be found. The sexual movements, barely. Well. But we're still going to go through with it because you motherfuckers chose this movie. And maybe we're wrong about it. Maybe. May- well, maybe we to- are. I don't know. Well, no, we're not. We're never wrong. Let's get real. Are, you, are we wrong about Fist of the North Star? No. No. But we're still going to go through with it because we, unlike most other podcasts, I don't know why we do this. We listen to our fans. Yes. So you're going to, our our pain will be your pleasure. And if you're, if you're really good, there may be a special surprise waiting for you too. But that's up to you. That's up to you. So we'll see you next week for our big Christmas episode. And as always, keep it warm. <laughs>